been waiting for this day for a long time. Oh, boy! Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Dizzy Underground, your experimental podcast of tomorrow. I'm your host, Gene. It's April 26th, 2021, and this is episode 34. And today we have a, a major episode. We have some really fun guests today. We have Corey and Jillian from Living in Diz, the YouTube channel. I'm not sure if you guys know them yet. If you don't, go over and check them out after you listen to this show. But uh, they'll be joining us today to talk about some of their loves of Disney. Uh, also today, we're going to discuss our favorite cast member uniforms, which ones we'd love to wear and work in. Uh, we're going to announce this month's $500 Disney gift card winner. We have the latest latest Disney news and info. We have another episode of the Disney dollar game and then some tough news for myself. I'm going Good to submit news for me, Dan, wait your turn. I'm going to submit, <laughs> I'm going to submit to the country bears and I will pledge my loyalty and my allegiance to those country bears. Yes. <sighs> but first yes. let's do one of my favorite things of the whole show. The Disney underground roll call. The Disney Underground Roll Call. First up, the Midwesterners, Dan and Steph. What's up? Hey. Hi ho! Way to really string that one out. That one like trailed off there, man. Nice. Yeah, yes, it did. (laughs) How we doing there? Great. This is going to be one fabulous episode. I hope so. I hope so. It's going to be a fun one. Yes. There is a special, special part of this I cannot wait to get to. Okay, be nice, though. <laughs> be ni- let's just, nice. Let's just move along. From sunny Miami, we have Joey, and hopefully joining us in a little while will be Sammy as well. But Joey, what's up, my man? Hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, it could be going a little better for me. I am going to have a rough go of it in a few minutes. But, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm no a way. grown man. I'll take my lumps. Oh, yeah. The way things have started, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to this because I, I know Dan's got something. Going to definitely have something uh, brewing for this. So I got to hear uh, <laughs> what he's going to have you do, or at least what it's going to say. Well, how's Miami? Let's at least start there. How's Miami? Miami's good. It's hot, but it's good. And so before we get started, let's say thank you to our sponsor. The Disney Underground is proudly sponsored by Magical Travel by Brian. You can contact Brian to help you book your next vacation. Magical Travel can help you not only book your next Disney vacation, but they can do much, much more. They can help you book your Universal Studios vacation, your all-inclusive Caribbean resort vacations, cruises, corporate travel. They can even help you book your destination wedding. Even better... They can help you book your Disney wedding. They're going to get you the best possible price of your trip, and that's a promise. And you know what the best part is? Dan, what's the best part? It is still free. That's right. It's completely free. It's a no-brainer. It doesn't cost a cent. So for info, reach out to Magical Travels by Brian. You can check them out on their website, www.magicaltravelbybrian.com. You can email them at brian at magicaltravel.com. And you can reach them by phone, 1-800-883-1535, extension 55. And guys, Brian is spelled B-R-I-A-N. Okay? So... It's going to bring me to a very, very tough part of the show. Um, if you guys followed along on the on 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 our Instagram, not for the Disney Underground, but for our network, um, our mothership, the Magical Lifestyle, you saw we did a thing and uh, we put up a poll. I wanted to get down and figure out 
this country bear thing once and for all. Me and Dan have had quite a rivalry. You know, it, it turned brothers into enemies, this thing. <laughs> and there was times I went to bed crying over this because we just couldn't see eye to eye on the country bears. Um, so we put up a poll. And that poll was, how do you feel about the country bears? And I got to tell you, I thought for sure we were going to put away this controversy to, for good. Country bears were gone. I thought they were done because pretty much almost the whole poll, they were down. They were losing. And uh, the choices were love those bears forever or they're unbearable. I got to say, I'm surprised it was even close. Seriously. Yeah, um, I, th- I thought it was going to be 60, be overwhelming. 40. Overwhelming. They would love the bears. Oh, I thought you were say overwhelming. Unbearable. Gene's got a big family, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> He's good. Uh, but hey, it was a close vote. Very, very narrow margin. 51 to 49% in favor of love those bears forever. <sighs> but due to the narrow victory, I will submit and give the country bears my fealty, my loyalty. I will pledge my allegiance to the country bears. Dan, you prepared something for me to, to say. I, I think it's only fitting that you need to you know, be legit about this. Henry Sammy are here, along with Stephanie as witnesses. And so I think it's time. You're coming over to the other side where you should have been the whole time. So at this moment, Gene, raise your right paw and repeat after me. Howdy, folks. Howdy, folks. I, Gene, one take Manny. I, Gene, one take Manny. Do solemnly swear. Do solemnly swear. To support and wave the flag. To support and wave the flag. For the one and only, for the one and only, original Country Bears Jamboree. <clears throat> original Country Bears Jamboree. Yes. And every other lovable member of the family. <laughs> and every other lovable member of the family. I will clap my hands. I will clap my hands. Stop my feet. Stop my feet. And stay right with them from this day forward. And stay right with them from this day forward. And I will come back every chance I get. And I will come back every chance I get. To show my bare necessities love. To show my bare necessities love. Long live Big Al. Long live Big Al. And long live the bears. And long live the bears. And with that, I, Dan Starr, support representative for the Country Bears establishment, (laughs) am proud to officially welcome you. To the family and to the entire bear family. Gene, the welcome mat is now out and we'll be seeing you soon. Woo! <laughs> so, so this means, does this mean Gene just can't make any more jokes? <laughs> no, it means not only can I not make any more jokes, it means I got to love them unconditionally. And I'm going to do it because I'm a man of my word. So I'm going to do it. Oh, wow. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to have so much yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> Loads. To get him in some Bears merchandise. Yeah. You know, the interesting thing is that since you've had to say that because you lost the bet, but Dan can still go with the flying fish. True. <laughs> Sorry, well, you didn't put that clause into the contract. True. You might want to listen. Maybe you run a poll on that and see where that goes. I'm willing to, to leave the flying fish alone, actually. Well, okay. Dan, that, that is appreciated from us flying fish heads, as we call us. <laughs> hey, Sammy. Did you witness my disgusting display of love for the country bears? I did. I, I wouldn't miss it. <laughs> well, I'm a I'm a fan now. I'm a I'm a fan now. Yeah, it sounds super convincing. <laughs> I'm gonna work. Listen, I'm gonna work on it. It's day one. Hey, it's day one, right? Yeah. It's gonna grow on me. I know it. I love the country bears. It'll grow. Like, yeah, you, you had to take rolling. breaks because you were tearing up. Yeah, it was. I also had to hold down my lunch, but I got through it. <sighs> I love the country bears. I am a country <laughs> bear fan. All hell, Big Al. 
Loud and proud, all hell, big Al. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> let me just shake it out. Are you okay? The country bears are definitely worth the squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you guys are using all my cliches. I got Dude, some good ones. What do you think? There's so? a bunch of them. Hey, you know what else? Sammy, what building in Washington, D.C. has the most stories? What? The Library of Congress. The library, of course, has the most stories. You know, I, I kind of yeah. was going that direction when I heard stories. I'm like, Again, know. no mic drop, Gene. Yeah. I know. Sometimes the jokes are so good, they you don't need one. It just speaks oh. for itself. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. so that definitely um, yeah. didn't need one. All right, Stephanie, so what do we have in the news this week? Hey, I've got the contestants for American Idol. We'll be headed to Walt Disney World for a special Disney night on May 2nd. The American Idol film crew is already filming at Walt Disney World. The Disney night will be broadcast on May 2nd. Yeah. Who's host of American Idol nowadays? Isn't it Ryan Seacrest still? Yeah. No, I mean the judges. I'm sorry, the judges. Oh, Katy Perry, Lionel Richie. And uh, what's the country guy? Luke Bryan. Luke, uh, Bryan. Luke Bryan. And there's one more, isn't there? Isn't four? it Keith Urban? No, those are the main three. There's some guests that sit in once in a while. I got to okay. tell you, I'm not a fan. I used to be, but it got I, it's too much. Oh, yeah. I, I was as well. Yeah. It's the original cast. Kind of hokey. Yeah. Yes. And I used to love Katy Perry. I just think she's kind of too much now. And it's all just kind of quirky. And it's not that camaraderie yeah. that you had in the beginning, which is yeah. kind of part of it. You know, yeah. I love the voice actually. I like the voice too. I like Watch that camaraderie. Them. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's excellent. Yeah. I like it too. I'm a little too excited there, but I really do love that about that show. And I'm amazed every week how great it is. And when Kelly got sick and wasn't on for the last it's like two or three weeks, you really noticed it. So when you, you get a good it. crew. Oh, it makes a big yeah. difference. Yep. Do you want to hear about Tokyo Disney? <laughs> nope. Okay. What's the next one? <laughs> Let's skip Tokyo Disney. <laughs> sure. No, well, Stephanie, you go right ahead, Stephanie. Okay, thanks. Tokyo Disney Resort has announced that they will once again limit the capacity of the parks due to a resurgence in COVID-19 cases since the state of emergency has ended just over a month ago. From April 20th to May 11th, Tokyo Disney Resort will cap guest capacity at just 5,000 guests. Hmm. That is crazy. Let's go. Well, Steph, what else we got? Well, there's a new film. Oh, that thanks. will be all about the life and achievements of Jim Henson. Ooh, Yay! Wow, nice. I know this is pretty sweet. I know the film is being written by Michael Mitnick, but other than that, there are not many details known about the upcoming film. It is rumored that the plot will be about Jim Henson and his efforts to get the Muppets on television. Lisa Henson, who is Jim Henson's daughter and current CEO of the Jim Henson Company, will be producing. The film along with Disney. Woo-hoo. Well, that couldn't be better news, right? In the land of Muppets. I mean, right? who's involved? I mean, that makes me feel so much better. Me too. It's like we said, there needs to be more Muppet coverage all the time here. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're mm-hmm. just, they're wasting it away. Yeah, just, it's interesting that they're doing really nothing with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Yet they'll have, they'll have merch. Well, it's like, yeah. all the, well but that's a, common sore spot with us they don't really have that much merch it's kind of 
Ramada the ride or the theater yeah. ride, you know, not yeah. really a ride, yeah. I guess, attraction. What What do you think a Muppet Land would do if they gave a whole section to the Muppets? Do you think that would be successful? No. No, I don't think so. Like Could I it, said, they need oh. to have like some characters over there. Mm-hmm. Like it just needs to be embraced more than it is. Yeah. It's like, this mm-hmm. is one of those things that you would have heard we're fighting for and we want it to be mm-hmm. a part of Disney. And then it, it comes and it's, I don't know. There's, there's little sprinkles of greatness here and there. Mm-hmm. It's just not enough. But everybody loves the Muppets. That's why I can't get over Yeah. It. They are pretty popular for someone that doesn't, for a group that doesn't get that much attention, their popularity is, popularity is pretty like good. Af- yeah. And it does seem like an afterthought mm-hmm. at the back of, uh, yeah. it used to be at the back of, uh, you know, Hollywood studios, but you know, they got the ride there and now they got, um, you know, the pizza place there outside of that, that whole section is kind of, there's nothing really there. They haven't done anything with it. The show has been the same since the beginning. You know, we did that mm-hmm. show a while ago where we were, you know, which should be refreshed. We should have mentioned right. it because as great as it is, it does really suffer technology wise. Oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. old. Mm-hmm. And I would hate to see that go. So mm-hmm. I think something needs to be done with that and just kind of enhance it. And like I said about the merch, it's like, at least do the merch because a lot of the diehards, just like Disney stuff, are always looking for that. They did a bunch of stuff with uh, Dr. Teeth that yeah. you love, which was cool. Yeah, like that and Irregular Choice. I don't know if you guys know that brand. It's kind of a luxury brand, but they did a, an animal bag. Well, <laughs> I'm only saying that because it's 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 an investment. I'll just say they're not cheap. It's it's not. They're a lot more than Loungefly, but they did an an animal bag that was like the hot item but not many people got it because it was so expensive totally worth it in my opinion i want it really bad but um and that dr teeth jacket came out that was a hot deal so there's these little glimmers but then it just kind of fizzles out yeah you know and that's the cool part about the muppets too i feel like the secondary characters are so awesome forget about the you know forget about like kermit and fozzy and the obvious miss piggy the obvious choices what about like the the muppet band uh the muppet show band she uh, Sam Eagle. Yeah. I'm she, um, she my favorite's the old, the, old, the, old, the old guys. They're great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The two old guys. Those guys. Oh, yeah, are... Wait a minute. And then Sam Eagle's restaurant. Like, that's huge. Yeah. 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 This would be pretty cool to do a life, uh, you know, a story about his life because he was yeah. really talented. Yeah. He came to this stuff. Mm. You know, this had also, uh, he did uh, Fraggle Rock too, didn't he? Yeah. That was I think huge. So, yeah. That was huge on I HBO. Think. I used to and watch all the time. Let's talk about the best Jim Henson ever. Emmett Otter and the Jug Band. Emmett Otter and the Jug Band. I remember that. Oh, my yeah. God. Every I year I watch it. It's back to my time. childhood, man. It was a huge HBO special. I watched it a ton of times when I was younger. Yeah. It's been, I mean, it's been since I was a kid since I've seen it, but I still remember it very much so. They should get that on Disney+. Plus. You never yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, they might be waiting. Hidden kid gem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. yeah maybe, um, you know, it's funny when they'll do something like this where they'll do a film about him. It, sometimes it sparks interest in they kind of start doing more stuff with that. So you never know. It's a great point. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. I just, I feel like it's very overdue. What else? All right. Similar to the guidelines at Walt Disney World, Disneyland will be requiring guests to wear face masks and social distance to help ensure the health and safety of guests who are visiting the parks. Disneyland will ask guests who are not properly wearing their face masks to leave the parks. But there is one additional violation that also can get you kicked out of the park. According to Disneyland's website, Disney will also remove guests who use, in in quotes, profanity or offensive language towards cast members or other guests. 
from the resort area. Disney has faced issues with park guests not following the face mask policies and other safety guidelines in the past. If you remember, just last month, a man was arrested in Disney World for spitting on a cast member after being asked to wear a face mask. It seems Disneyland is laying out some expectations prior to reopening and will be kicking out guests who fail to comply. This is a good thing. Yeah. yeah. I, to, I remember that story where the where the, the guests spit in the cast member's face and mm-hmm. pre-COVID, how disrespectful, dude. Like even no, pre-COVID. Disrespectful is, is it's <clears throat> disgusting is what it is. Not yeah. just not just the spitting in the face. I've seen the the one cast member that um that worked the Tower of Terror that got punched. Yeah. Started, and all of a sudden they got mad and they started messing with the buttons for the ride. Like just ridiculousness. Yeah. That, that garbage that people like they want to bring there. Yeah, those people honestly should be banned for life. This is yeah, I mean I'm it's glad that they're they're stating this. Yeah, I am glad yeah me too. Obviously, I, this is goes hand in hand with the whole fight against the mask, and I know they've dealt with that because at the gate you got these people swearing pretty loudly as well as fighting against it. But it also kind of is nice to put it into effect because this can be an issue just within the park before masks yeah. ever came about. And mm-hmm. unless you have something stating it, you can't probably really do much about it. Other than like, you know, warn people, you know, can you, can you yeah. tone down the language? So I like it in a land where obviously kids are, you know, the majority um, sometimes, maybe not. It's just something you got to watch. It's just, it's not helping the experience. Yeah. And it's not the place for it. No. Agreed. It's not the place for it. Go to Universal. <laughs> yeah, go to- <laughs> that, well- I think they'll give you a discount if you do swear. Yeah, they so Joey, what do you have in the news this week? Well, um, starting off with some good news. The cast for a celebration of Festival of the Lion, they've started rehearsals. So obviously that means that shows are starting to maybe come back soon. Walt Disney World president Jeff Bell has said the guest favorite show will debut in mid-May at Disney's Animal Kingdom, which is great. So we're talking eh, about three weeks away. We're looking at, which is outstanding. Maybe that's the start of maybe some of the, uh, at least the stage shows, maybe at say Magic Kingdom that are in front of the castle. Doesn't have to be the parades, but you know what I'm saying? But this is inside. So I guess they can, you can regulate the seating. So, cause you know, the outside, you can't really, everybody's kind of just standing out in the, uh, in the circles or, you know, next to each other. So I guess that's probably why it's still going to be a while for those, unfortunately. But listen, it's a start. You know, mm-hmm. it's interesting because I think. The parks themselves, although they say, well, they say they're at 35%, we're not counting. So I really don't know if they're sticking to that. Actually, I'm assuming so. Um, But even sometimes the parks, even though they've been pretty good, they can still seem uh, crowded. Part of that is that, you know, when you got to stand in line, everybody's distance. So it makes the line look 10 times longer than it really is. So it looks like a super long line. But if you think about it, most of the, well, pretty much all the sit down stuff is closed. Even a lot of the, uh, the carts that are on the streets closed. Um, some of the stores you can't really, you know, hang around in. There's only so many. You have no uh, stage shows. You have no uh, parades or anything like that. So what happens is, aside from rides, really nobody's got anywhere to go. So everybody's just working uh, Disney marketing. You think so? Yes. <laughs> really pitching it well. Yeah. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, though, the parks are designed to absorb the way they do things. Of course, parks are de- uh, designed to absorb crowds, and there's certain ways they do that. Obviously, some's with shows. Some are stores, some are, uh, you know, sit down restaurants. So it's interesting. This, this is a small thing, but it will help with stuff like that because right now there's nowhere for anyone to go. You're kind of there to do the rides and I still love going, but a lot of that stuff is missing and you, there's nowhere for the park to absorb the crowds other than the rides. 
So you yeah. just see a bunch of lines and people walking around, and that's pretty much what you got. This is great, though. I love this show. I'm, I'm sure I know all of you guys have already seen all this, right? I mean, this is we have that. Oh, oh, okay. it's so, wait, it's such don't a good you guys show. like hate Animal Kingdom or something like that? Is that what it is? No. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, one of us Listen, doesn't care for it. If they I, uprooted I, the bears and put them in there, you guys would be huge Animal Kingdom fans. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Stay quiet. You love You love the Country Bears. No, I know. I love the Country Bears. I would never say anything now. Right. I love the Country Bears. <laughs> hey, I do love Everest, though, Joey. So. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I, listen. I um, but you're not that far off from the truth. Yeah, you're really not that far off. I don't hear. Okay, here is the deal. It's not so much that Stephanie doesn't like Animal Kingdom because I have the same fight about Epcot as well. She just loves Magic Kingdom so much. That's right. I know you guys have spoken. Well, so you're like it, trying to convince Steph to kind of ex- expand her horizons a little bit. Doesn't feel like you're in Disney. I do think the food is spectacular in Animal Kingdom. The, it might be what the best food. Like? Yeah. Yeah. They got some really good places there. Even the the restaurant they have in the, uh, there's two of them, I think. They're, yeah. they're inside the uh, the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, those are very yeah, good, man. too. Every really good snack I see on the Instagrams. I'm like, oh, that's Animal <laughs> Kingdom. You oh, know what? I I think it's such an underrated food park. Everyone goes straight to Epcot just because, of, and that's because of the festivals. The festivals always have like cool new things. It's always updated. Got, yeah, in the countries, you got so much different variety, of course. But I think if you took the festivals out, I think Animal Kingdom might be my favorite park for dining, like sit down dining. Mm-hmm. I think is, another thing about Animal Kingdom is and it's kind of this way about a lot of the parks is depending on what you go to all the time, you really get to know that park. Mm-hmm. And once you do, it's different being in that park. Yes. So with Animal Kingdom, with us not being that familiar with the lay of the land, as they say, it's an odd park. It, it, it's, it feels kind of claustrophobic, but that's just kind of because we just really haven't been there enough to feel that. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I even Hollywood Studios, if you just go there for the first time, is like, what is going on? But after you're there a while, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. We yeah. Got- you're like, it's just a circle. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And I, I get what you're saying. It's, um, yeah, it's, I mean, I, I love, I really love the park. It's a little underrated. I mean, obviously everybody knows Everest. And then of course, you know, you got, you know, you know Avatar Land and all that stuff or, you know, Pandora, but, Pandora. but it is, <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely, it's, I mean, it's definitely it worth big? it. big? <laughs> I mean, everyone goes on the safari, which is great. You know, we've talked about that. The Kilimanjaro safari. Yeah, I don't know. I, I really like Animal Kingdom. It doesn't get enough. We don't go there enough. Like we do, but we don't spend enough time there because it, it's always like, oh, we're just going to go hit Everest and maybe yeah. we'll a passage or something. And then, and you know. and Which kind of tells you something. It's like, exactly. I feel like they kind of need another pull like that. Mm-hmm. And that's been my praise about Epcot, putting in things like Ratatouille. Yeah. Was Mary Poppins. It's like now you're giving people more than one reason maybe to come there if they have a special ride they want to go to. Yeah. And that's exactly mm-hmm. how we felt about Animal Kingdom before. However, the Animal Kingdom show has pulled me in, so I need to go see my buddies. And they have that roasted corn. <laughs> That looks you know, so good. But you know what? I think they've done a good job recently of adding cool things to the, uh, to Animal Kingdom. And is, I remember there was a rumor that they were going to add like a Zootopia land or something. Basically. They are, but it's just not here. It's in Tokyo. No, no. I know they have one of the oh. Asia parks, but I remember hearing a rumor that they were actually going to build a new section in Animal Kingdom based on Zootopia. And I don't know. It kind of, I don't know if it was a rumor and it was really, it had no substance to it or it got something that got scrapped. But I remember hearing about it like, like before even we even did the podcast, like a year ago. And I remember thinking how cool that would be because that's a that's a really fun movie 
I feel like they don't really do much that much with it in the U.S. Even the movie, you never find the movie on anywhere really. It's not like it's ever on. I feel like that is not as big in the U.S. as it is other places. Am I yeah. wrong here? I no, I agree. But is it because they don't really give you a chance to really be into it here? I liked it a sure. lot. I thought the I thought the I thought the casting was good on it. I loved it actually, and I there felt must, like there must be a reason why they put things in certain parts that they do. I I don't know how they measure that. You know, I don't know what the measurement is. Mm-hmm. Uh, or what the gauge is, but there must be something that they're measuring this on and how they decide, okay, we're going to put this uh, in the U S or we're going to put this in California or yeah. we're going to put this in, in, you know, Tokyo, Japan, you know, whatever. So maybe it's one of those things too. After they see like, look at Tron, we, we didn't have Tron. There was no plans to bring Tron here until it did so well overseas. And now it's going to be our, it, that might be the go-to ride once that opens up. In yeah. well, our buddy, Chris Disney. from, we like theme parks is a humongous fan of that. But he said the exact same thing. A lot of people look at that as such a failure, but it was huge outside of the U S you know, I what? love that movie, by the way, the new one. Daft Punk was the track soundtrack was amazing. But you know what though? I I you know, and Dan knows, you know I love my man Chris from We Love Theme Parks. We like theme parks, you know that. But I yeah. think I found I think I found my new country bears. Oh. I think I'm gonna point my sights on Tron. Yeah. <gasps> oh you don't like the Tron roller coaster? Oh, I haven't tried it yet. I'm sure I'm gonna love it, but I was never I can't get into the Tron movies, man. Are you kidding me? The new even the the, the latest one with Jeopardy, really? Yeah, I can't. That is a travesty. I thought that movie was really well done. I'm sorry. That's your new bears. That's nice to hear. I got. I got. I got. I need. I need somewhere to put the crosshairs, man. There you I, go. I'll come. Listen. Good. I'm gonna make the announcement in the next week or two. Who who I'm setting the crosshairs on, and oh, then we'll shut that know. one down. Yeah, we got to. We got to. We need to change some things up. I'm pro country bears. I love those damn bears. But now somebody has to catch my ire. Tron is a good target. I, I, we need the heat off our cast. So go after Tron. Then is that, your, is that what you're saying? Sure. Oh, <laughs> so you're saying? Oh, I didn't realize. I know so- what he's gonna do. I know Jesus is gonna take one, another one that we like. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 Dan, that's not true. I, I would never do that, Dan. Mm-hmm. Just say you love Tron so much. I love <laughs> Tron. Dan, Wait. I know you enough. I know you're lying. You have a Tron tattoo and everything. Yeah. Let's see it. I can't show it on this here radio. <laughs> not not safe for radio no. nsfr you'll know where it is if i show it you'll hear it. it's you know well maybe we'll have one day one day we'll have a big revealing of this tron tattoo okay <laughs> all right anyway i don't like to show my whole back on camera yeah right <laughs> <laughs> understood what else we got joey Okay, moving on. The mayor, uh, Jerry Demings of Orange County, Florida, has stated in a press conference that he expects to be able to relax the county's mask mandate by the late summer. Um, Even though Orange County as a whole may relax the mask mandate, Disneyland has already confirmed they will not be changing their current mask uh, policy for the foreseeable future. I mean, this is going to be a thing, especially as we get into late summer. Maybe into the fall. This is going to be a thing for sure. Because this will be, yeah, because this is going to be curious to see, like I've mentioned in the past, how they have been working so well with the state compared to, you know, in the past. Mm -hmm. Yep how how that's going to go because that's not going to reflect well if you know the whole state's in in one uh, policy and and they're not so now here's the thing though i mean because from what i understand here you know obviously the mayor's saying for orange county they're going to relax True. the mandate disney like yeah we're not changing that they are a private business they can do what they want mm-hmm. so basically if they say you're not coming in unless you're wearing it well then that's just the way it goes they so- can but you know, like we mentioned about the different things that they're building and permits and all that stuff, working with the city closer, you know, that kind of possibly is in jeopardy a little bit. Of course, they can do what they want, but, and I shouldn't have said the whole state. I, yeah, you're right, Orange County, but right. 
No, I, get I don't it. know. We'll see. We'll see how maybe they're just going to see how it goes yeah. and they just don't want to jump on that bandwagon right away. I, I don't know. Well, I think at least common sense tells me, at least for me, what I'm thinking, Disney would not want something like an outbreak to happen mm-hmm. that starts in the park. Right. And of course, the, yep. and I guarantee that's what they're they're trying to avoid, which this if if it would ever to happen at a at a private business, this place would probably be the place it could happen. Yeah, the amount and of they haven't even awesome. opened, so it's not like yeah. Disney World where they've been doing this this whole yeah. time. Agreed. And going to. Apparently, yeah, they've been. I mean, World has been open now for a while, and nothing's come out of that. So, yeah. because right. they're following, I mean, they're following these set guidelines that would see. And they're enforcing it. And I think that's what right. what helps it. Could you, yeah, I mean, listen, I think they got to look at like the sooner we get through past these, this sickness, the sooner we can really go back to normal. And if, if we get a little, I'm not going to use the word greedy, but if we, if we get a little ahead of ourselves, let's say, and we saw it relax in certain things and all of a sudden there's this huge outbreak, we could shut down completely again. And I think that's how they have to look at it. It's like, yeah, we can either take a little bit of a loss now instead of going back to normal and risking a huge loss later, if, if that's the case. And I think right. that's part of what, and, and it's the responsible way to think about it for the, for the length of this show. We've been on the air since August 3rd. Um, You've seen them make nice strides starting with opening up the parks. And now we got Disneyland that's about to reopen. Didn't stress anything. They did everything nice and slowly. And because of that, no tracing is really coming back to Disney. You know, I've been there a couple of times since the breakout. I know Joey and Sam have been there a few times since the breakout. Probably the safest place to be in this country is at Disney because they do such a good job of, of saying, Stay masked, social distance. I, like I said, I've always said the, the scariest part is on my way to Disney and on my way back from Disney. But Disney, I felt, has done a tremendous job of trying to get past this thing. So uh, kudos to them. And yes. they sacrifice. And to be fair, th- listen, they're putting their money where their mouth, th- mouth is because they are sacrificing dollars a to lot. be able to do so. Right. Joey, what else we got? All right. Uh, Amelia Clark is reportedly in final negotiations with Marvel Studios to join the Disney Plus series. Secret Invasion. Uh, the new series expected to premiere sometime in 2022. Emily Clark's expected addition to the highly anticipated Marvel series will be her first role in the MCU. As we see more and more people are starting to join the MCU roles for some of these things that are starting to, they just keep adding and adding and adding to this stuff, yeah. which is outstanding. Disney Plus is just insane. And I absolutely adore Amelia Clark. Are you guys, I mean, you guys are all Game of Thrones fans, right? Never okay. seen it. Never seen it. No one's ever watched Game of Thrones? What is Secret Invasion? I don't know the whole backstory on it. I've just seen, I don't know, Gene, do you know? Because you were going to say something. I, no, I was just going to tell you about I love Amelia Clark. That's well, they, <laughs> oh, helping <laughs> out. Yeah. It's based on the Marvel Comics crossover event from the same name. The series is the sequel to Captain Marvel and Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay, so it will be an installment of Phase 4 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The series is produced by Marvel Studios. I guess it's the series to, it's saying the sequel to uh, Captain Marvel and Spider-Man Far From Home. Have you seen both of those? Which one is Far From Home? Well, yeah, I I mean, I figured you guys are not. uh, um, Far From Home was the one in, in England, right? Yeah, that's the one where Met Mysterio. Yeah. You know. I don't know if you saw. Well, if you guys haven't seen it, you're not gonna. The Spider-Man movies are fantastic, man. Yeah, they are. I love them. I yeah. was little. I was leery because we've seen so many Spider-Man variations of Spider-Man, but I actually really think Tom Holland is like spot spot on. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen it, yeah, I'm I mean, gonna, obviously yeah, I, I love I, Far From Home. I saw more. Captain Marvel. Captain okay. Marvel was excellent too. I loved it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, if can we get back to Amelia Clark for a minute because we're really missing <laughs> the big big part of this news is that Do Amelia you like Clark- her? <laughs> oh geez. Oh, my All right, now let's get. To- right, what, on, else me, what else we got? What else we got? All right, so it's been announced that Walt Disney World will be offering all Florida-based cast members that are currently working or for a load a complimentary one-night resort stay anywhere they choose. Uh, eligible cast members will be able to choose a preferred date and resort. 
So Disney released more information later. Kudos to them for for trying to get back a little bit to guys yeah. to, to to cast members having a hard time. I'm sure that I'm sure if you ask them, they'd rather have their jobs right now. But right, you know, they, they, they're trying. I would How say much does it really cost? Hey, we're going to give you one night and 50% off the second. That's what I would I like that. Or how about depending on what they say you could stay at any resort. How about have it scaled where if you stay at a value resort, you get three nights. You stay at a moderate resort, you get two nights. You stay at a deluxe, you get one. The, you know, maybe they could they could do something like that. Yeah. yeah, that's good. All right. What else we got? All right. So next up, we have the, the Walt Disney Company and Sony Pictures Entertainment announced a multi-year content licensing agreement for U.S. streaming <clears throat> and TV rights to Sony Pictures new theatrical releases across Disney media and entertainment distribution platforms, including its streaming services, Disney Plus and Hulu, as well as linear entertainment networks, including ABC, Disney Channels, Freeform, FX and National Geographic. The deal covers theatrical releases from 2022 to 2026, which means this is really big and begins for each film following its pay one TV window. The deal also grants rights to a significant number of SPE's iconic library titles, ranging from the Jumanji and Hotel Transylvania uh, franchises to Sony Pictures, Universal of Marvel character films, including Spider-Man. The Spider-Man is obviously the big one. I mean, there's a lot of stuff here, but the the Spider-Man is... That's massive. That's, that's the moneymaker. Yeah, that they're bringing that to uh, to Disney+. Plus. I mean, it makes sense. You got Marvel on there anyway. You know, Sony's going to want uh, want to get some good royalties out of that, especially with the amount of subscribers now that are really starting to build for Disney+. Plus. So I can only imagine. Yeah, I really feel like that's the big streaming service, right? Disney+, Plus, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm, Netflix is a, a juggernaut itself. It's been around for so well, long. They're the OGs, really, when you think about exactly. it. I remember when Netflix was, you can they mailed you a DVD. Yeah. And you mailed it back. But they've become the 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 OGs. But I think as- Oh, no, Disney+, Disney Plus is starting to pull up. Oh, yeah. Especially as they expand on the library, the only thing they're not really going to have is like the adult content, rated yeah. R type stuff. I, I don't think they have anything rated R on Disney Plus, right? Or maybe I'm missing something, but but I guess that's where Hulu, because they obviously have Hulu. I guess that's where stuff on Hulu would go, or right. so would go is we would go to Hulu. I would look to them doing a lot more with Hulu in the future because Hulu kind of kind of drops out here and there with mm-hmm. what they have to offer, and it's almost one of those like I myself have been like I don't even know if I need that, and I'm like well wait it's in the bundle, oh, yeah. so I feel like if they start building i think they're going to start building that up with that kind of non-disney plus material yeah even better this you know and to potentially raise prices later you know yeah well i mean but i'll be honest i really think with the bundle netflix has to be worried about the bundle right i mean because with the bundle you get sports because you got the espn you got all sorts of children and just programming and even stuff that we all love as adults on Disney Plus. And then you got Hulu, which is everything. Pretty much whatever's not on Netflix is pretty much on Hulu, really, right? I yeah. really got to imagine that Netflix has to be a little worried about not so much Disney Plus or Hulu or Disney Plus individually, but the bundle. You know, fair to say? Yep. Yeah. The biggest problem with Hulu is things dropping off after an expiration, mm-hmm. especially with new shows. That's true. It's not mm-hmm. like they have shows on there and they last for the season. If you don't see them in like a month, certain episodes can drop off. And that's where I think people get frustrated with and don't want to deal with it because on Netflix, you get a series, you get oh, a it's series. there. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't, oh. who, I mean, who doesn't want that? You know, yeah. yeah so the, I think you that's can't the, binge. That's the piece mm-hmm. I don't like about 
Hulu. And it irritates me when all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to watch three episodes before they expire. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to watch the rest of this right. series. But they might fix that. Because if you look at if, if back, back in the day, before it was HBO Max, it was just regular HBO On Demand. And if you want to watch, let's say, if you want to binge watch Sopranos or Kirby Enthusiasm, they only literally had the previous season to watch. But then what they did is they came out with HBO Max. And now you can watch the whole series of all these shows that if well, it was a show... Yeah, but they're having an exclusive license on that, and Hulu mm. does not have exclusive license on some of that stuff. They well, yeah, they got to purchase a license. temporary license, kind of like how Netflix has a license and expires, and now Disney Plus is taking it back. Mm-hmm. But these are shorter licenses, so they're they're geared more towards people watching series, you know, like network TV shows, and keeping up on it. And so that way they can get away with not paying as much because they're not paying for the exclusive on the series. Good point. Sure. Whoa. Wow. But that was note that. That was really good. Man, wow. I always give you credit whenever you're right. You were right about the country bears. I give you credit. Oh. I love those. I love those bears. <laughs> Can't get enough. Can't get enough of those bears. <laughs> Big Al, all day. <laughs> Wave the flag. Long live Big Al. I'm gonna have to get it. And I gotta I gotta cancel my order on that shirt. Yep. Sorry about yep. that. Win some, you lose some. And you know what? I really don't feel like I lost. I feel like I won. And my prize was the country bears. You did. Thanks, Stephanie. <laughs> We're just kind of waiting for the, you know. The other shoe to drop or what? Yeah, other shoe to drop. That's a great expression. <laughs> it didn't even really I, make sense. I actually use that expression today. All right, let me get into some news. You guys ready for my big news? Okay. Yeah. It's not that big. It's, yeah. it's medi- mediocre at best. If you're visiting Disney World and you start to feel run down or think you might be getting sick, we have a good tip for you. The Florida Division of Emergency Management has a testing site in Disney World. If you want to get tested, then you should head over to the Main Gate Complex. The address is 3010 Main Gate Lane. It's in Kissimmee, Florida, 34747. Just got to follow the signs of the testing site. So there you go. There's that. One take. One take. So, all right, here's what else we got next. We have fans who have been waiting for news about the new Cirque du Soleil show coming to Disney Springs. We finally have an idea of what to expect for the debut. In an interview with the Los Angeles Times, Cirque Chief Executive Daniel Lamar said Cirque is also working on setting a new opening date for Drawn to Life, a collaboration with Disney that was set to open in Orlando, Florida last year. It's a tribute to Disney animation, and we felt honored to have the opportunity to do the show with IP, which is intellectual property of Disney. We should open next fall. So at least we now know what to expect with the new show. And uh, we'll keep our eye out for more of a, an ex- a more specific opening date. And I'm excited. I don't know. If, have you guys ever checked out the original Cirque du Soleil? I haven't. Phenomenal no, show. But this show really um, upset a lot of people because that they announced it and they were really looking forward to it. And they just kind of pulled it with like no word if it would ever really come back. And I would actually say that I want to see this because yeah? it's all about yeah. the animation of Disney. Good. Yeah, I think it would be a cool collab. Like, I, yeah. listen, the original was cool too, but I love this idea of this collaboration with it. Yeah, and I mean, this is another one of those things that you know Disney kept announcing that we were going to put out and then pulled it back. Yeah. Announced it, put Didn't it out. The last show lasts for like forever. Yeah, I feel like it was on forever. Because, yeah, it was on for a while. I, I, I think it was the same show. I only seen it the one time. I don't know if it was if it changed up yeah, and it was I different. But I think people need something new, especially with it coming yeah. back. I think it would be really refreshing. Plus, it gives mm-hmm. a really cool, specific Disney angle to it. You know? It's it's an awesome date night uh, thing. If you guys haven't tried it, you guys, I think you guys would definitely love it, knowing you guys. And uh, I already know who I'm taking to when it reopens, who I'm going oh, with. God, here we go. 
Game of Thrones. No, I'm going to ask Big Al, man. Now that we got this bond, me and Big Al, man, I think I'm going to ask Big Al to come be my guest. I'll Uh pay for his ticket and everything. Wow. I love Big Al. He's my favorite. (laughs) Then go for a little after show uh, dinner at some eatery after that? No, I think we'll do dinner before the show, me and Big Al. But then we're going to head over to to Ghirardelli's, of course, and have a hot fudge sundae. Right. Mm. Because if there's one thing I know about Big Al, I've heard he is a sucker for a hot fudge sundae. (laughs) Wow. So... Yep. <laughs> but anyway, the Patina Restaurant Group, which is the company behind several restaurants in Disney Springs, is looking for new employees for various roles. They are offering a $500 sign-on bonus for back-of-the-house cooks, and they offer they are offering a $300 sign-on bonus for front-of-the-house employees, excluding the waitstaff. As more people get vaccinated and we hopefully start heading into a post-pandemic world, then the tourism industry will likely see a nice big boom. Sweet. Maybe you need to get in on that, Gene. If there's food involved, if they're going to pay me with food, I'm in. You'll be in the interview and they'll be all serious and like, what kind of food discount do I get? <laughs> I think what we should do is I think me and Dan should co-interview like in Step Brothers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but Dan, you get, but Dan, yes. but Dan, hold it in. You know what I mean? Is it Pam or Pan? <laughs> Pam? Pan. Didn't they tell her to shut her mouth in the interview too? Then they said, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. I love those guys. All right, my man. (laughs) Let me tell you something. Such a great movie. I know. Oh, yeah. So, Dan, what do you got in the news today? Well, there's a new magic shot at Disney's Animal Kingdom. The Tiny World Magic Shot is a 360-degree capture. The new magic shot is available daily from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., weather permitting, from the Disney PhotoPass photographer located close to the exit of It's Tough to Be a Bug on the Tree of Life trails. You can capture this photo, which is located at the base of the Tree of Life, after exiting the attraction. Or you can reach it by following the walkway across from Adventurer's Outpost or the walkway next to the Africa entrance gate. Have you seen this? It's pretty cool. It's like a a huge, like almost kind of fisheye lens pick taken from above you. It's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. I like these. I uh, haven't seen this yet, but definitely something I want to check out. Yeah. It's cool. And also hot off the press, just in on the ticker, as they would say, (laughs) great news for all of us fountain beverage drinker fans. As of April 21st, Disney World has started the process of opening up the rapid fill mug system. There you go. Back to normal operations. There you go. Allowing guests to fill their own drinking mugs once again. The system previously had been modified due to the pandemic, which had cast member attendance at the drink stations filling disposable cups with guest requests and then the guests dumping those into their mugs. This was a tedious process along with some cast members being so busy multitasking other tasks, sometimes they weren't even at the drink stations causing frustration among guests. And I want more options. It's yeah. only like it's only it's some usually- tears. <laughs> There's only like a couple of mugs and they other than that it's just the lid changes color. I mean other you know I, I want to see more options. Give me more than like two or three. They change them up like every year. Give me yeah. every you know, they should have one like a park edition, like, oh, this is the Animal Kingdom edition, yeah. the, the Magic Kingdom edition. This is this right. is um the, the Pop Century edition, like for the resorts. I think they should have them like that. So maybe whatever resort you're staying at, there's one exclusive to that resort. Maybe Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna add that about that. It's like they're not making them very collectible. They kind of drop the ball on the artwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And, and that's exactly what it is. You'd get people that, that say, hey, I got the Pop Century one. I got the Art of Animation one. I really got to get the Animal Kingdom Lodge one next. I got to right. get the, you'd get people wanting to make sure they'd go on eBay probably to find them at that point just so they could you know, complete their collection. Like they do with everything else, the pins, the Funko Pops, all these things. To yeah. me, I feel like it, I feel like they're really missing the mark on making more money. Yeah. And I just think more than anything, it's just kind of a bad vibe you get about it because it's kind of like, you know, we talked about the magic bands going away for your, you know, your trip. The ones they issue was just the plain color. There's part of that magic that is missing there. And when I thought it was what it isn't that, you know, I could just go get refills all day long, all over. Not that that's the plan I'm looking for. I was just like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's tiny. I can yeah. barely get my hand in there. It's super small. It's just, but still wanted it. But I just kept thinking the same thing Gene says. Gosh, these could be so much cooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And dishwasher safe. Let's make them so that the the print doesn't come off in a year. They do oh, fade they, a little bit. That yeah, is they true. Fade, they fade. Hell yeah. Yeah, we had a we had a ton. We had a backlog of them for a while. I mean, we had a mm-hmm. ton, and we had to start. We started chucking a lot of them because that, eventually that's what was happening. They were fading, so yeah. we're like, ah, there's no reason to keep them. You, you know, yeah, and they're not cool enough to keep and not use, right? You know, so it's like, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're usable too. I mean, like let's face it, who couldn't? You can always use another tumbler, right, or another like travel mug, right? So I mean, Sam would definitely agree with that. Oh yeah, yeah. the yeah. only thing is, Sam loves a good tumbler, right? I do too. My beef with tumblers is um, how good the lid is in the operation of the screwing it back on mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. That's where they mm-hmm. fail. Yep. Either a good one or you don't. Yep. And then the Disney refillable mugs are, okay, can you get up with me and try to push this lid on here oh without spilling everything? <laughs> like, I only get, what, eight ounces in here. Don't spill any of this. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> so like you can't get ice in those things either. If you get ice, it's like, it's three sticks. Yeah, of course You can't not. get ice. You always got to say no ice, man. It is true. You're absolutely right. All right. Well, bringing the magic of animals and nature used to be a hands-on experience for kids facing serious illnesses. Prior to the pandemic, Dr. Scott Terrell, director of animal and science operations, and his animal care team visited Advent Health for Children, Orlando Health, Arnold Palmer Hospital for Children, and Nemours Children's Hospital with live animals that not only brought happiness and smiles, but a welcome distraction from treatments and the stress of the hospital stays. These are things were like, you know, mainly smaller things, rabbits and things like that. But now the reimagined version of this program virtually connects to children through a series of new videos featuring animals, again, found in our parks and important conservation messages. Then, and this is the coolest part, one of the animation experience character artists leads them through a learn-to-draw experience of a beloved character such as Dumbo or Simba, inspired by those same animals. With special donated sketch paper and comfort toys like Dumbo plush at their side, patients across Central Florida children's hospitals are experiencing moments of joy and inspiration as they create their very own masterpieces featuring these adored Disney characters. And the whole basis of this is to show the care and in good hands that these animals are in to kind of relate to the kids that they're in good hands Mm. at these hospitals. Yeah. So I love this. I saw the, uh, the Dumbo sketch paper that they get and it's super cool. It's just such a nice 
story to hear. It is a cool story. And a good way to get around of what they used to do and they can't do anymore with like the hands-on side of it. So like, Mm -hmm. instead of just saying, well, we can't do it, they dug in and found a new way. And there's this this image of this kid, you know, with his little markers and pencils and stuff, watching Mm -hmm. the video and going through the the art or they can color it as well. And it's just super, super sweet. It is. I would like to see, maybe, I would love to see maybe Disney Plus could do a little docu on this. Yeah. Just to kind of give, just to, just to really bring a little bit, even more light to it and a little bit more exposure to it because I think that's phenomenal. It Um, is. What a nice story. Good job bringing that one in, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Real good. All right. I got one last little, uh, going off script man yeah a little bit it's a it's a um it's a casting call pixar is doing pixar has recently announced that they are currently casting a youth voice actor for an upcoming animated project the character is jess a 14 year old transgender girl who's compassionable funny and always has your back pixar is looking for a voice actress from 12 to 17 years old who can authentically portray a transgender girl and who is comfortable acting in front of a microphone if you're interested or know someone who may be then contact pixar at casting at pixar.com Okay, so the Disney TV and Movie Minute is brought to you by JSA Creations. And hey, guys, what do JSA Creations do? We make all your ears come true. Yes, they do. All right. So uh, first up, we've got the Lone Ranger. And by the way, before I even uh, get into the details of this, is this, uh, again, because I haven't seen, is this the old show? Is this the new one? I took it for the movie. Regardless, the Lone Ranger is being added. Uh, John, who's a lawyer, joins his brother to capture Cavendish, an outlaw. Uh, Cavendish attacks and leaves them for dead. But John is rescued by Tonto, a rebel Comanche, and they team up to take down the rogue. So, I mean, anyone that's seen, you know, the Lone Ranger or any of the other shows kind of get the gist of this. Um, I I haven't. I've never been a Lone Ranger guy. I've never seen the show. I mean, I know the show and I know the movie. I've never watched the movie. I've never seen the show. Cowboy and Indians, really. Never had a fish, never had a neck. No, there you go. (laughs) Okay, well, moving know. on. Okay, uh, the next up we've got Assembled, uh, the making of the, Fal- uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. And this is where you can find out everything you need to know about the show. These are pretty cool when you see this. You know, kind of cool to see the, the you know, the behind the scenes stuff and how they film, which you don't realize how much green screen they use on a lot of this stuff. Even though this show is not quite as much as they say, um, like Mandalorian or something like that, where they've got to create fictional planets and stuff. These guys can actually, you know, film and then they got the stunts and stuff like that. But it's still pretty neat to see this stuff. I, I listen, I love the and especially if, uh, being a fan of the show. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely going to check this out. How was that season finale? There you go. Yeah. I got to tell you, it's gotten better as the season has gone on, though. Right. Which it, is got, it got better from from season one. I mean, from episode one all the way to the end, it got better as the season went on. Because yep. uh, there was a part in like there was a point like in, se- in episode two and three where I was kind of like, eh, all right. But just when I thought like, oh, OK, WandaVision was way better. This kind of caught back into where I was going. No, this is this is the one. Oh yeah, especially once they start bringing in the new Captain America and how he starts evolving and just all kinds of stuff going on there. I can't um, stand that guy. I know that's the whole point, that, and that's why he's good at his character. Yeah, he's a good actor too. Um, if, well, that's my point. If you are an actor, you can get people to really like hate you. You're doing your job. <laughs> why you should no, be an actor, Gene? <laughs> Jeez. I come I, you know what? That was so creative, Dan. Like I didn't expect that one from you. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. You know what, Dan? You're lucky I love you as much as I love the Country Bears. I know. I'll, I'll tell you what. I think that he plays such an awesome villain because I feel like like Wyatt Russell is such a like a he kind of reminds me of Owen Wilson a little bit because he kind of looks like him to me a little bit. And he, so he's such a goofball looking guy that it's hard to see him playing a bad dude on, on, on a in a movie or a film. So to right. see him play a bad guy so well is really I think he's remarkable. I think he's a really good actor. And you, you guys know he's Kurt Russell's son, right? Yes, of course. Yeah. So, um, you know, and Kurt I know Russell a lot is, of people probably don't know that. But yeah. 
Kurt Russell's son. Kurt Spoiler Russell was alert. a <laughs> yeah. Kurt Russell was a was a Disney actor many years ago. Um, when in fact, did you guys know? Dan probably knows. I feel he knows all the old school Disney stuff. That that was Walt Disney's last words was Kurt Russell. Did you know that? Yeah, he wrote it on a little notepad or note. Really, I didn't know yeah. that. And I'm now he left it on the desk. Are you being serious? Yeah, I swear to God. Yeah, it was his last words. Uh, he wrote on a thing, and so it's left everyone to be like, oh, what, "What does that mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what is he wrote yeah. Kurt Russell?" I didn't know that. Yeah, but that was Walt. Mm-hmm. Fun little fact that was Walt Disney's last. And words. now the Christmas Chronicles. All right, so so Stephanie, what do you got in the news? Or not in the news? What do you yeah. got in Disney Plus? I've got Adventures in Wonderland. Adventures in Wonderland is a live action puppet musical television series based on the novels Alice's Adventures in Wonderland and Through the Looking Glass by Lewis Carroll. Okay. Well. Next up, we have Rogers and Hammerstein's Oklahoma. The joyous celebration of frontier life combines tender romance and violent passion in the Oklahoma territory of the 1900s with a timeless score filled with unforgettable songs. O-K-L-A-H-O-M-A, Oklahoma. Does this have anything to do with the Sooners? What? Does this have anything to do with the Sooners? <laughs> I don't know. Didn't land. All right, we'll move on. Okay. All right, Dan, so what do we got in Disney Plus this week? We have the Mighty Ducks Game Changers Episode 6. Not going to go through the synopsis All again. Right. Yeah, we uh, yeah. You even were kind of watching it the other day with I me was. and liked it. I got hooked in. Uh, hooked in. I got sucked in. <laughs> wow. You guys watch it? I think either hooked or sucked is the same thing, really. You could have went with hooked in, too. Yeah. Someone sucked. So, what? (laughs) There's a little bit of romance. What? Hey, I haven't watched it yet. I'm completely out of the loop. So you're going to say in violent fashion. No. (laughs) But is there there any hope for Coach Gordon Bombay and Lauren Graham's character to to item? There is. There's uh, been some little tidbits here and there that are leading the way. I knew it. I knew it would happen. I really like it. It's really good. Here we go, Stephanie. Yeah. Disney DuckTales Season 3. Scrooge McDuck is back in this reboot of the late 80s animated series. Scrooge gains guardianship of his grandnephews, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, mm-hmm. when Donald Duck reluctantly takes them to McDuck Manor, the wonder of which enthralls the mischievous triplets. While living with their trillionaire relative, the boys learn long-held family secrets ooh, and unleash symbolic artifacts from Scrooge's past. I love me some Scrooge. Yeah, me too. I, I love, love DuckTales. I like DuckTales. All right. Well, I got some stuff for Disney+. Plus. Uh, first, we got Disney Junior Mira, appointed to the role of royal detective by Queen of Jalpur. A resourceful commoner named Mira sets out on a mystery-solving adventure along with her friend, Prince Neil, creative cousin Priya, and comical mongoose sidekicks Miku and Chiku. I got to tell you, what's a mongoose if they're not comical? I there mean, you there you go, right? Uh, have you guys seen Big Shot yet? I have not I seen have. it. Is it good? It's, it's really, really good. good. Really? I, okay. It's. I think it's obviously not in the Marvel or Star Wars universe. It's not that kind of a show. But when you come, if you break out of that, I think it's my favorite show on Disney Plus. Like my favorite Disney, original Disney Plus show. Really? Wow. Um, I like it. I think the I think the storyline is good. Number one, John Stamos, monster of an actor, doesn't yeah. get the credit he deserves. He is so good in it. Yep. The only thing that bothered me is I would say half of the girls, because he coaches a girls uh, basketball team, basketball, is, yeah. half of them are kind of crappy actresses, actors. 
Fair enough. And you know, and me, Dan actually spoke about because I, I, I think I reached out to everybody and I said, "Have you guys checked it out? Check it out. It's great." But I, I remember speaking to Dan about it, and we kind of both agreed. Listen, Full House, legendary show. I get it, but he had such a wonky character that you never really got yeah. to see his acting chops. And to the long, for the longest point, I thought he was just a pretty face that they they gave some lines to in shows. Right. This shows you he's actually a, a pretty good actor. If this doesn't, this is if this has to be nominated for an Emmy when when, when Emmy season rolls around next time. It's it's a phenomenal show, at least for him as an actor. I think he really does. An excellent job. Um, he's believable as a, as as a, as a college coach now turned high school, girls high school coach. He's really believable to me. Not the type of role I've ever seen John Stamos play before. Because like I said, he always played you know a goofball character with really nothing there to offer as an actor. And this one I really feel does. It's got a little bit of comedy, a little bit of heart, a little bit of seriousness. Yeah. And I think he's phenomenal. And he kind of rem- I was telling Dan this. He looks to me like Rick Pitino. He actually looks like Rick Pitino. You know, I didn't really extent. see it. <laughs> I think he looks. Like I Rick could Pitino. see what he's talking about because I mean know? I've seen I've seen the previews and stuff. Yeah, I could see it. I I. I'm fully on board with this show. I love it. I thought it was great. And I can't yeah. wait to see more. And I hope it's a show that sticks around. It's a must watch. It's phenomenal. Did you see uh, one of his, I believe it was on Instagram, but he had the girls, the basketball team to his house and they were all posed around the actual Dumbo ride that he owns. Yeah, I did see that. That was cool. I didn't know he had that. Like what in the world? He's got so much stuff. I yeah. But I'm, yeah, a, I'm just, super jealous, but I love seeing someone embrace that they're as an adult. Yeah. Of course. Yep. It's not like if we didn't, if any of us didn't have, you know, that kind of money, we wouldn't be doing stuff like that. Of course. Yeah, of oh, course. Yeah. yeah. I'm not downplaying it. It's just oh, yeah. jealous. And it's just oh. like pristine. It of is. It looks, it looks brand new. Listen, not only do you have to have the money, you have to have the connections to get yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's welcome to the show. If you guys don't know who they are, they're one of my favorite live streamers, one of my favorite YouTubers. They're a family living in Diz. Corey, my man, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. I do appreciate it. Oh, no, it's it's all pleasure, man. We, you know, you really bring everybody into the parks. That's one of the most amazing things. There's a lot of live streamers that stream while they're walking through the parks, but you don't get that vibe that I'm there with you guys. But with you guys, we do. With with Living in Diz, you get that feeling where you feel like you're walking through the parks with you. And I appreciate that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's exactly what I've been going for and we try to do. And when we hear people come up to us and say the same things you just did, it makes me feel, all of us feel really good that people are catching that vibe because that's what we're really trying to bring across. When we first started the channel, we were predominantly a vlog or video only channel for, for quite a long time. And I wanted to start each video with a message. And that message was enjoy Disney through the eyes of our family. And as we went live, that kind of grew into its own thing. My moderators came on, we talked about how we wanted to portray this and I wanted that message to carry through. And it did from the beginning and it's just grown into exactly what you say you get out of it. It's, hey, we're in the parks, come along with us. You're all family and we're going to take you around for the day. And uh, I'm really proud of that. And you should be. It's tremendous work. I love it. It's one of my favorite, if not, it's my favorite live stream. It's not even one of my favorite YouTube channels. It's, It's one of my favorite YouTube channels. There's a lot of good ones, but when it comes to the live streaming, you guys, I feel, do it the best. Hi. How's it going? Jill can sit in with us if you don't mind. Yeah, no, by all means, bring the, if you want to bring the whole family in, family in, bring yeah. them. Yeah, so you know what? Let me ask you a question. Where were you? Are you guys originally from Florida? You guys originally Floridians or are you transplants? Absolutely not. Yeah, we're, we were, we, well, I say we, yeah, we were born yeah, in we Massachusetts. Born in New Bedford. <laughs> New Bedford, okay, Massachusetts. No, and, Northeasterners. Uh, surely, yeah, yeah. Surely. Long Island, New York. Okay, oh, nice, wow. nice, Northeast. Uh, yeah, shortly after Jillian was born, 
we moved to Maine and we raised the kids there for about 10 years. And yeah, nine and a half. Something like that. Yeah, I always say just about 10. And from there, we moved to Florida and we've been to Florida. We've been for almost living, five yeah. years. Yeah, five years now here in Florida. And it was for the love of Disney and the uh and the weather. So, so Disney was a contributing factor to you guys moving down to Florida, huh? A lot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I was like nine, so I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> you were just along for the ride. Yeah, I was. <laughs> but hey, I could have been even better. You got Disney in your backyard now, right? Right. Yeah. So it's, we're living the life. We're living the dream. And so how did you guys get started? Like what made you, what made something click? And you said, Hey, you know what? Let's start blogging and vlogging and, and putting out there how we enjoy Disney. What, where did that happen? Like where, how did that get, how did that start? I have always been a writer at heart. Like I love writing. Um, it was a big hobby of mine growing up and Huge talent. Thank you. But that's where I got <laughs> yes. it from. Yeah. So we started going to Disney and learning so many ins and outs of Disney. And I felt like I needed to share this with people. And so my first instinct was to take to a blog with a B as in boy, you know, and so started a little WordPress website and started writing some articles and I don't know, at one point I just said, you know, not really getting a lot of traffic on this. I don't think I was very patient with it. And I looked at the kids who had grown up watching YouTubers. So finally I just looked at the kids one day and said, you guys want to start a YouTube channel and Disney? And they were like, yeah, sure. So do you want to add anything to that? I was just going to say, like, I always like, I like grew up on YouTube along with my brother. He, we always watched like a lot of like the kids channels, like, you know, like the toy reviews and that sort of thing. Um, and I always thought it was super cool because they got like thousands and thousands of subscribers and, you know, they always you wanted to be YouTube famous. Yeah, I thought it was really, really cool. I thought it was really cool. And I was like, yeah, that's something I want to do. And I don't do things halfway. So when we started putting it together, I think I took right away a lesson from the writing that I don't want to put the effort in making these videos and not having people come watch them. So I just watched a lot of educational YouTube videos on how to build a channel, things to do, did a lot of homework. And the biggest thing I took from that was it's a long haul. It's a marathon. It's mm -hmm. not a sprint. And YouTube's taught us a lot of things, I think, over the years we've been doing this. And the biggest thing for me is in real life, I'm, I'm a real impatient person. But boy, YouTube has taught me to be patient. You've got to be patient and it's paying off. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of um, the gist of that. How we got started. Yeah. That's that's so awesome. The Flower and Garden Festival. So you've been there a couple of times. What's oh, your yeah. favorite thing about the Flower and Garden Festival this year? What's like one of those must-dos that you just let people out there know you gotta try this? This is this was out of this world at the Flower and Garden this year. Just food wise, you mean? Give me a little bit of everything. Well, you gotta check out all the topiaries. Like a hundred percent. They're all beautiful, so amazing. And I don't know how it's done, but it's so beautiful. And I think that the butterfly tent is a little nice addition to everything. You know? Mm -hmm. She gets lost in the butterfly tent. It's and, so cool. And that's okay. Sometimes they she, fly on you. Yeah. She was trying so hard. We were live this past Saturday there, and she was trying so hard for one of them to flaunt, to land on her. And one actually landed on me, and I, I caught it on camera. I held the butterfly's hand. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you, you held the butterfly's hand while it was on <laughs> my arm. But I think it's all about the topiaries, because... The other festivals bring the music, they bring the food, and that's what separates, you know, that festival from the others. So I think it's all about the topiaries. A lot of them are repeats, but you're still amazed when you see them. 
You know, right. you can stare at them forever. Like, I like the ones in front of the land, the big butterfly ones. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, they're the big just butterfly massive. ones are so beautiful. And now about food, though, since as a foodie, I, I definitely enjoyed myself around the world during the, the Flower and Garden Festival. What's one of the things that you say you got to try when you get down there? For this festival, what do you have to try? I've had a little bit of a hard time with this festival because I feel like I always review the food. I make notes so that when we're live, I don't like it when we're just bouncing from food booth to food booth. If I go to three or four and I'm just kind of like, ah, I don't know. I'd rather have our viewers. I'd rather not take them through that kind of process. I'd rather say, guys, today we're going to try A, B, and C. And I know right where they are. So we can walk around, we can have fun, but it's a seamless transition from one to the next that I definitely want to try. In my mind, those are more successful streams. But this one's been a little bit tough. I feel like in past ones, I've looked at things and go, gotta try that. Gotta try that. That's what I was about This one say. is a little bit different. It's kind of like, that's interesting. Oh, that's interesting. I haven't seen any of the things that I have to try. But I think when we met you, I think that was our best experience, which was, believe it or not, the Fruit Loop. Was it, was it considered a milkshake? Not a milkshake. Wait, a I Fruit think, Loop drink. It, it, I think it was a milkshake. I don't I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It was really good. It was really good. <laughs> it was good. But I'm going to say the avocado toast. I was trying that just about when you came over. Okay. I think the avocado toast has been the best thing for me so far. Okay, but I've been like looking at the menus. Like, there's, uh, I've seen quite a few repeats like last year and the year before, and just like stuff that's like, eh, like, I don't think I have to try that. Like, like how you were saying, it's like, eh. It's a little bit of a different festival this year, which is okay. They're bringing in right. way different things. One thing we haven't gotten our hands on yet is. I think it's in the out. Is it in the outpost? I have it in my notes, actually. They're like three popsicles, and it's not specifically a popsicle. I don't know if it's something you tried. I think you're talking about. It's over by like we're uh, by Canada, right? Where you get the poutine. Oh, me? Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's where it There's is. It's like a mango one, I think. Yes. And like a honey. Wait, that sounds good. Yeah, they Tim actually were pretty to try good. That with us, you tried it. Yeah, they're pretty good. In fact, that was, I think it was that day. Um, oh. later on that evening, we wrapped around and we ended up and we ended up trying them that night. And um, right. yeah, they they're pretty good. I okay, liked it. Good. Well, they are Sunday, so we're gonna try those. Oh yeah, that, yeah. I would I would take a gander over there. They're pretty good. Okay. You'll, okay. You'll, yeah, you like them. So let me ask you a question: What's your favorite park to do live streams in? Like, if, if you had to pick one park to do a live stream in, what would it be? Always Epcot because I feel like it's so chill. It's a chill park. And, you know, you don't always have to, like, be like, okay, we're going to do this, 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 like, bang out everything, you know, you can just take your time, especially during the festivals, you know, especially, like, how's uh, the Flower and Garden Festival is going on right now, you know, you can look at the topiaries, look at some of the flowers, some of the planters, and that sort of thing. You can just really take your time, and you don't really have to stress or rush anything. It's an awesome yeah, I answer. think Epcot definitely brings a like a chill kind of vibe like that. Uh, for me though, I probably get most excited for doing Magic Kingdom. There's way too much eye candy in, in Magic Kingdom. You know, I can I can sit on Main Street for hours if I want and people will watch, which I don't do because that's something different that I feel like we want to put out there on our live streams is we're movers. You know, I want to tell people you're going to ride rides today. We're going to try foods. It's always 
more energy, I think, than most people put out there. Um, but I know that I can walk down Main Street and it's so beautiful. People enjoy that alone. I can go into the Emporium. Uh, I can show the train station when characters come out. And that, you're not even in the park yet, really. You know, mm-hmm. so I can go out. Yeah. You can stop at the castle in, at any time, show it for as long as you want. And then you've got all the rides and attractions. So I think it's the easiest place. I'm never struggling for ideas while we're in the park. Like we were in Epcot the other night and I felt like we were making so much headway around the park I was like boy I don't know we might have to come up with some ideas in the next hour and a half because we might run out of things to do but time gets by fast towards the end and all of a sudden the night was over so it wasn't an issue but I think Magic Kingdom for me and so let me ask you a question what was the craziest thing you ever caught on live stream you're live streaming all something something bananas happens um, well, what comes to mind first is probably one of the easier things. We were walking through Galaxy's Edge um, going towards Smuggler's Run, I believe. There was a proposal a couple of weeks ago. And there what must- do you mean a couple of weeks ago? That was like last week. Well, a week, okay, a week, yeah, like 10 days ago. And we're walking through and I turn around and I hear people cheering. And there must have been 10 family members all with lightsabers crossed together, you know, and the guy got down on one knee and proposed and she said yes. And, you know, everybody went crazy. So As she should. Yeah, I turned the camera on to that, you know. So that was, that was the first thing that comes to mind. Can you think of anything crazy or weird that we've ever caught? That's probably the biggest thing that comes to mind for me. I can't really think of anything. Live stream one? Yeah, things are pretty tame. Pretty things are pretty normal. Yeah. Um, I would say that. That's a pretty I cool experience, though. Answer, but yeah, it was pretty cool to see all the lightsabers like that. So how often do you guys get to the parks? Like the parks, springs, all of it all together. Like how often would you say in a week you're in a Disney area? Two to three times a week. Yeah, mostly two times a week. Living the dream. Living the dream. Oh man. Hey, let, let me tell you, I think it will be more than that when when these if these park reservations ever let up, our presence in the parks will increase a little bit. I would say on the low end two times, but on the high end, maybe four. I'm actually starting a new job where I'm much closer to Disney too. So there could be days where I'm like, hey, I'm out of work early. I'm gonna pop over and do, you know, a three hour live stream or something. Without me, I that's I bold hate, of I you. hate going in without you, but sometimes, that's bold. Sometimes I just have to do it on the channel. <laughs> that's bold. <laughs> she doesn't let me go anywhere without her. <laughs> sometimes business calls, you got to do what you got to do. Yes, exactly. And trust me, I I hate going without you, but if I have to, sometimes I literally get out of school really early. You can just pick me up. Well, it's double backing and going back. Well, guess what? You know what the solution is? To that move closer. That's right. That's what I said. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm dying for them to get back the uh, the annual passes for people who don't have because like I said, I'll be down there soon and I can't get an annual pass right now. So I'm like, you know, I've already bought tickets strategically throughout like important days, like for the beginning of the the food and wine festival, Ratatouille. I've already bought my tickets and got my reservations for those days, but mm-hmm. I can't wait where I can actually just get an annual pass like everybody else down there and just show up when I want to show up. And hey, I want to, you know what? I Not even to go to a park, to go to a park. Hey, you know what I really could go for? A cheeseburger spring roll from Adventureland. Let me just hop over to Magic Kingdom. That's what I can't yeah. wait to be able to do. You know, and, and I miss that. I miss the freedom of that. It, and I hope it comes back because it's exactly what it is for the moment. You know, you're sitting around, hey, I'm going to go hit whatever park. We always plan ahead of time where we're going. Like before all this happened, you had fast passes to manage. So I was wanted to make sure we had the fast passes we wanted. So I was always three weeks mm-hmm. ahead knowing where we were going to go. Just to be more spontaneous would be good because to be honest, I've been looking at it for a long time and there are, there are certain live streamers that kind of have a hold on certain nights mm-hmm. in the parks. 
And nobody really has one particular night I have my eye on. And when this lets up, you'll start seeing us live on that particular night. I just don't want to reveal that night. Oh, I, I get it. No, no. <laughs> but we will be there every time in that week. If I can be there, I'll be there. So awesome. I think it's there for the taking and it'll help reach out to a wider audience for us. Um, so let me ask you guys a question. Have you ever been to any other Disney parks besides Florida? Have you been to California, any of the other ones in the in, throughout the world? Not yet, huh? No, I really wish. That's the thing I want to do most is like, I want to, I don't even want to go. Well, of course I want to go to California Disneyland, you know, cause that's like the OG. That's where it all started. But I want to go overseas. I want to go to Paris. I want to go to um, Hong Kong Disneyland. I want to go to Shanghai. I want to go to Disney Sea, and I want to go to Tokyo. And I want to go all the Disneylands. And they all have like such different rides. Because I remember before we got Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and Rise of the Resistance and anything like that, um, the trackless rides. I always saw trackless rides in asia and i was like those are so cool why don't we have any of those yeah i think starting in 2022 there's plans for us to start branching out to other disney properties so we're Mm -hmm. really looking forward to that happening um each year so see how it goes i always took for granted a lot of the other parks until now we can't go to them and now i want to go to them really bad like i can't wait till they open up california to people outside of california so i can go visit disneyland i've been to disneyland since probably about jillian's age how old are you jillian I'm 14. First of all, I feel like I'm talking to like a 20 year old. She, you, <laughs> you are so mature the way you, you do not talk like a kid, man. Thank you. She never has. She's always been about three or old four soul. years ahead of her time. Her, I think <laughs> her IQ is probably off the charts. Uh, an old soul. God bless it. You know, my, yeah. my, my, my daughter's the same way. Uh, my, now my daughter though, she's always got this one up on me is I've never been to any of the other, uh, well, I've been to Disneyland, but I haven't been there since, like I said, I was about Jillian's age, uh, but I haven't been to the other ones. My daughter went to Disneyland Paris about two or three years ago when she graduated high school with her mom. Mm. And so they always got, they always hang that over my, my head. Cause I'm the big Disney freak in the family. Like I'm the big Disney weirdo in the family. And they always love to dangle that over my head. Like, well, we've been to Paris. You haven't even been to Paris yet. So like, wow. I, I can't wait to get to some of these other these other parks too i i hear that you know would, would you say that's your disney bucket list or do you have something else in your disney bucket list well one ride that i really want to ride is in california it's the hoover and roger rabbit ride because i love that movie so so much do you really i do uh that's i haven't like- actually watched it in a few weeks and that's a problem <laughs> um, i watched it so many times i could probably quote something right now i don't even know if i could but that is so cool because that's more of like a film that was like me and your father's generation, right, Corey? Yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. So I love is- old music, old movies. I always listen to the 50s and 40s, and that sort of thing. That's that's why, you know, my favorite resort is the boardwalk because I feel like I'm in 1930s Atlantic City. Yes. Music, that's my favorite place. I, to because love I love that. Boardwalk. I love all that old school stuff, too. You know, just the vibe there. I feel like I feel like yeah, remember that show Boardwalk Empire. I feel like I'm a Boardwalk Empire hanging out there. Yeah, it, it's my uh, it's, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, I was thinking about that just yesterday about Boardwalk and Jillian and I have done quite a few live streams around there. It's such a nice place to do a live stream, especially in the morning. There's so much mm-hmm. around you. And lately it's been nice. Of course, you want to see the people come back, but it's so quiet there. And it's been so quiet there for almost a year now. Mm -hmm. So you can just quietly peruse through so many hotels right there. Mm-hmm. Not in Beach Club, so beautiful. The Boardwalk Hotel. And if you want to branch over, you can go right over and do Swan and Dolphin. It's just a really nice day. And then you, you can have lose hours Gateway. over there. 
then the international gateway right there watch the skyliner it's a really i think that's my favorite area i like that better than poly uh, the poly and i do too right the poly the whole yeah 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 yeah, that's all, that's our favorite place. I was actually married at the boardwalk. I actually got married there. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah, about eight years ago. We've been together since you know for about twenty three years. So we got, but we finally got, we finally uh, pulled the trigger on the marriage about eight years ago. Yeah, at, at the boardwalk. But uh, yeah, that boardwalk. You know, and, and that's you're right too. It, it's a way different vibe with without the people there. I can't wait till the people are back till they have the the, the magicians on on the on the boardwalk. Uh, they open yeah, up the, the boardwalk games. That. And then the flying fish. I don't know if you guys have ever been to the flying fish, but that's if you have it, it's a must do. The flying fish is phenomenal. We haven't, but we only it. Yeah, it's unfortunately that's been closed since the pandemic started. Hopefully, they'll be open soon too. But um, but yeah, I love that place. That's like my favorite place in all of Disney. So I could go to Disney and not even worry about going to a park and just hang out there for a week and it'd be fine. I'm lying. Not lying. I want to go to the parks, but (laughs) I mean, it's just so nice to just walk across the pier and just like look up at the water. You know, you got swan and dolphin to the left. Got International Gateway right over there. Oh, there's Yacht and Beach Club. Yeah, like, it's just so nice. And like you guys said, in the morning, it's such it's nice and quiet in the morning, and it's just like you go out, you get your coffee, you get your croissant by the bakery, and then you just you sit and then you, you you're not allowed to feed the, the the birds, but you feed them anyway, the ducks and stuff. Yeah, your croissant, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's great. And then at night. Especially when things are back to normal, it's popping at night with the, the mm-hmm. uh, magicians and everything else. I love it. What, what would you say is your best Disney memory? Like, what's your like? What's that memory that you always go back to? I mean, I'm sure you guys you guys are there all the time, so I'm sure you have a million of them. But like, what's one that you can just say is like that one of your favorite times ever spending at at a, at a Disney place? Is your memory? Oh uh, yeah, when I met Mulan uh, back. Call me crazy for remembering the date, but summer eighth, two thousand eighteen, and then the second time was February nineteenth. 2019 mm-hmm. yeah um and that whole experience was amazing we'd be here forever if i explained it but <laughs> meeting Mulan was absolutely incredible so amazing and i'll never forget that ever 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 but a memory that i always go back to and it's not really i guess it is a memory but at the same time it's not but anytime i entered epcot in the world showcase the world showcase is my home I might say one of my favorite memories is something that I did that could be a once in a lifetime thing. I can't even remember which family members were with me that night. I can probably tell you. It was riding the double decker bus. And I think we were live. Oh, that was just you and Jacob. Just Jacob and me. Uh, We were just up at the hub and hanging out with friends. And the double-decker bus comes up and around and people start boarding it. And I'm like, what, we can ride this thing? (laughs) And our friends were like, yeah, let's go. So we went up to the second level and we were riding down Main Street. And people were following and waving. It was like being in your own parade. I'm like, this is like a dream. You know, whoever thought ever you'd ride on a vehicle down Main Street and people waving at you, never mind a double-decker bus. That was a lot of fun. That's probably one of my most favorite, unique Disney World memories. Man, I wish I could have done that. Yeah, right? Me too. I haven't done that either. Yeah. That sounds maybe, so amazing. Maybe they'll bring it back. I hope they do. And we'll catch it one night. They should. Oh, yeah. I really want them to bring back. Uh, I forgot what the show is called. I've seen it so many times. Oh, my gosh. The one um, that they do like midday um, down Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's when the you know um, yeah the actors will sit down in the director's chairs and they just put on a show in the middle of the street. Yeah, I just I can't remember the called. name of it. Yeah, but it's so amazing. Yeah, hopefully. I know what you're talking about. Is there even a name for it, or they, or is it just yeah, like a little bit? Yeah, there is. But there I forgot what it was. Yeah, there's. I a know name. what you're talking about, though. And they interact with the crowd and stuff. That's yes. awesome. Yeah. Okay. So before we let you guys go, we always like to do these things. We call them 10 shots. It's 10 just rapid fire questions. 
your Ooh, favorite, okay. this favorite, that. So, what well, both, you know, we let's have you both give your give your answers one by one. So, okay. so okay. first first question, you guys ready? Ready. Favorite Disney movie? Mulan. It's Beauty and the Beast hands down. Favorite Disney villain? Oogie Boogie. It's a good favorite Disney. Oh, and my other favorite um, movie is The Nightmare Before Christmas. I can literally quote it from start to finish. <laughs> yeah, boy, favorite Disney villain. I don't know if I have one. You gotta have one. Um, Disney. Just Disney. I'm trying to keep Star Wars out of it because if if that counts, it's Vader all the way. <laughs> does that count? That counts. Now it does. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Vader. That counts. Hands I'll take down. That. Favorite Epcot festival. Oh, the holidays. Ooh, that's all the holidays, huh? That's all the holidays. It's so nice to see how the world celebrates their uh, Christmas and all their different uh, holidays. Yeah, I think I'm going to go food and wine because there's just a little bit more food than the other festivals. But it's so crowded. And I love food. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, I, that, you know I love food. Look at me. <laughs> Favorite park? Magic Kingdom. Favorite ride or attraction? I it's can... hard to it's hard to pick just one. FOP, Navi River Journey, and Soarin'. I gotta go. I gotta go with what I'm enjoying right now because there are so many. I gotta keep going with Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I just love that ride so much. It's such, so happy, so colorful. I definitely love Mickey and Minnie's Railway, but I remember when they would decide to get rid of the Great Movie Ride. That was one of my all-time favorite rides. I almost cried that they were going to get rid of it, or that they got rid of it. I'm really pleased with what they replaced it with, but right. I still miss my Great Movie Ride. And, and, and I love the Mickey and Minnie Railway. I just wish they could have put it somewhere else. That's what I Me always too. say. Me too. I agree with I that 100%. I think they could have oh found gosh. another place for it. Oh, definitely. The Great Movie Ride was so iconic, and it was known around the world, and you know, everybody around the world came to Disney World to go ride it. They're like, the great movie ride. You know, it's a must do. Everybody loved it. I haven't met a single person on this earth that has disliked it in any way, shape, or form. And they could have made like a cool like Mickey-style building or something for it. They I have agree. all this space. And they're not even using all of it yet. Like, there's still more space. We need a fifth right. park. <laughs> right? I'm you saying- know, I always remember as my last time ever on the Great Movie Ride, as I don't remember it, because the last time we were there before it shut down, I wasn't sure that it was going to be shut down yet, or I thought I'd still have another chance to get there. And I was like, oh, let's go on the, to my kids. I was like, let's go on the Great Movie Ride. And they're like, ah, we don't want to wait. We want to go to, it was like Star Tours or Tower of Terror, whatever it was. So I was like, all right, we won't go on. And we just never got a chance to go on that trip. And that turns out that would have been my last time on it. And I, so I don't even remember my last time on it, really. Oh, it would have been the trip man. before that. So um, I like to hold that over their head sometimes like when i ask them to do something around the house and they say oh i can't remember that time i wanted to go on the great movie ride that one last time and uh then i can get them to do some stuff around the house for me so nice (laughs) (laughs) so what about your favorite restaurant on site at the springs at the resorts anywhere quick service homecoming 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 we just discovered homecoming this year in January for my birthday. And I think we've gone three or four times, at Something least three, like that. at least three. I think the Mac and cheese is the best ever. That the mac and cheese is the best ever. The donuts are amazing. Yeah. yeah. I've had and the, the donuts. Cake isn't the too shabby. Oh my God. <laughs> the hummingbird cake is my favorite dessert on all of Disney property. It's so good. It's, it's, up, there. it's up there. And the, piece, and the size of the piece they give you, it's, oh. You can't eat that. I mean, you shouldn't eat it by yourself. I I attempt and I always accomplish that goal, but it's for <laughs> one person. That's like a that's a two or three person piece of cake. It, it is. 
And that chicken, man, I don't know what they do to that chicken, but it is amazing. That's what I'm saying. And like, I didn't, I never knew that you could put like powdered sugar on top of chicken and it would be good. Like it just adds like something. It's so good. And the mac and cheese is my favorite thing in the world. My daughter, we, we actually nicknamed my daughter the mac and cheese snob because she loves mac and cheese. So we call her the mac and cheese snob. And that's her favorite mac and cheese in the world. There you go. There's nothing so. that could beat it. I gotta tell you, I, I really agree with a lot of these answers. I'm really, I'm really, uh, I'm feeling these answers, guys. I really am. Yes. So favorite ride queue, ride or attraction queue line? Without a doubt, is the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, you're in the Falcon, man. <laughs> There's, that's mind blowing to me. Every time I go in, every time I step in, I just have to say, Chewy, we're home. And I can stand in the corridor or, or the main area and see Harrison Ford, Han Solo sitting in that chair to the right and Chewie and R2, I mean, Chewie and 3PO playing the game at the table. It's just all there. And I grew up with Star Wars and to be on the Falcon, I can't even comprehend it. it that's that's the best cue, hands down. Awesome. Yeah, that, that little, I don't know if it's like, what are that chessboard looking table that they have? Yeah, like when you're yeah. sitting right there, it's like, I mean, it's, I mean, everybody takes a picture. It's such a photo op, but it is. I mean, it's like, if you were, if you grew up in the eighties, you are, it's, it's like your childhood is, it's like synonymous with Star Wars and that the Millennium Falcon and that area that seating area everybody knows that seating area even if you weren't a fan of stores you know that seating area you know what i mean so it's it's definitely one of those cool places in the in in the uh in the queue favorite disney snack egg rolls and boba (laughs) (laughs) you know me you know that was coming my favorite disney snack which is currently only available in the morning from sleepy hollow is the fresh fruit waffle sandwich that's bussin bussin (laughs) (laughs) the the one with the nutella yes with the nutella that is yes. heaven. Disney needs to bring that back for the entire day. Yeah. Not yeah. just in the morning. I don't know why they don't because it would sell, man. It would. And it has. Jacob and I tried that for the first time ever. We did a vlog on it. That boy and I were full. We split one and we were full. That thing was filling and so good. And it's iconic. It was an iconic time because it's one of my favorite vlogs ever, which was Bro Day at MK is what I called it. And it was just the boy and me. And wow. It was the first time we ever ate on a Disney trash can. I was just like. <laughs> and then we eat on them all the time. That's the right. I was like, eating on the Disney trash cans. That's a right of passage, right? It is. Yeah. That's, that's how you know you made it. That's like, you know what? It's like, you, did you ever see that meme where it's like the official table of the Food and Wine Festival and it's a trash yeah. can? There's, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, the tables are already taken. There's yeah. no shame in eating on a Disney trash can. There's no shame. That's like, I think the only public place <laughs> where you won't get judged for eating on top exactly. of the trash can. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. All right. So favorite Disney resort. I just really like, and I don't think it's a popular answer, but because I think a lot of people want to gravitate to your higher level resorts, but art of animation, I always go back to that one. It's Disney. That is mm-hmm. Disney themed to the nines. And there's so many different areas to just walk around and look at Disney. You know, you go to the Lion King area, so heavily themed inside and out. You know, you go to cars, you feel like you're in a mini cars land. So art of animation for me. That, yeah, I love that resort so, so much. But I love Pop Century, but I also always have to go back to the Yacht and Beach Club or any of the Skyliner resorts, really, especially just because you can just walk to Epcot from it. Yep. <laughs> yep. I agree. The last of the 10 questions. What's your favorite non-Disney thing to do 
in Central Florida. If you, if you got to take a day away from Disney, what are you going to do? What's what's, a, what's another fun thing to do in the area? And and, 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 say, and you can't give me Universal. That's a cop out. I was going to say, that's an easy, easy cop out. I'm glad you said we couldn't say that. No. Favorite thing to do in Orlando. And I asked this, and this is kind of like a a, a, um, a selfish question because I want to know what some stuff I could do when I get down there if I'm not doing Disney for a day. So I'm going to be new down there soon. Where, where where am I going to want to check out? Maybe a restaurant, something like that. What do I want to do when I'm down there if I'm not doing Disney for the day? I would probably. I don't think we've done a ton of things. Um, one of my favorite things to do, and it's kind of something you can't repeat too much or too often, but we've done the Titanic Museum oh, several that's times. Fun. Oh, very cool. I would highly recommend that. That's cool. Yes. The Orlando Eye is a great one. Oh, Madame Tussauds. And Madame Tussauds, which is right there. Those two are on the same property. Mm-hmm. And we They're haven't really been to Madame there. Tussauds in a while. So I'm kind of itching to get back to that. So those are two, those are three top three things I would point towards. I didn't know about the Titanic Museum. That's kind of cool. Amazing. It's, it's on so International amazing. Drive and there are real artifacts there. Wow. You can check out a ton of real artifacts. And I think when things return back to normal i'm not so sure that they're doing the dinner show right now they may be but there's a dinner show that involves uh the captain and molly brown and they kind of portray it makes you feel like while you're eating your dinner that you're on titanic the night it sank very cool yeah i gotta check that out i've never even knew i didn't even know about it what does disney mean to you guys family happiness love escape from reality Uh, non-judgmental accepting yeah of no matter race gender sexuality you can just be yourself there no judgment zone fantasy fun but family is really huge beautiful answer guys i love it beautiful beautiful answer thank you so i want to say thank you so much for joining us man this has been such a treat big fan of your of your podcast i mean i'm sorry of your of your youtube and your live streaming and uh, of the whole family so i want to say thank you so much for for giving me a few minutes of your time and and coming on and, and talking to the to, to our you know our show and love to do it again and again thank you so much let everybody know where they can find you. if they if they're like stuck under a rock and they haven't heard of living in Diz yet which is impossible if they haven't i don't know what they're doing with their lives <laughs> they need to figure something out, but tell them where they can find you if they haven't found you already. You're really good with with spewing that off. So, <laughs> well, you can find us at Living in Diz on any social media platform. We got Instagram. We have a new TikTok. We have, of course, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. I think Twitter, no, Twitter, Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, everything. It's at Living in Diz. Just type in Living in Diz, and you'll find us. We have awesome. 550 uploads to YouTube now. And we've got our eyes on uh, 4K for subscribers and all of our subscribers are considered family members. That's another Mm -hmm. thing that we try to make people feel more welcome, you know, when they're with us is um, that you're not a subscriber, you're, you're, you're a family member. So come along with us. And that's um, received really well with our channel, family, family, family. You guys do an excellent job of it. God bless you. And uh, maybe I'll see you in the parks real soon. And uh, and thank you again. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for having thank us you. on. It was a real pleasure. And uh, we'll be happy to come on anytime you need us. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Be well, guys. Thank you. Right, bye-bye. The Disney Dollar Game. Okay, so joining us this week for the Disney Dollar Game, we have a very special contestant, our friend Chris from the We Like Theme Parks podcast. What's up, Chris? Yeah, special contestant, trivia, (laughs) not so good, but I'm going to do it this week because it's dollar bill, (laughs) y'all. Guys, 
So thrilled to be here. Thanks for having us. We're we're excited to have you back on, man. It's been a minute. Um, real quick before we get into the game, why don't you let everybody know about the podcast and where to find you guys and what? Oh yeah, let's, let's talk about Disney Underground. This is a great podcast. They have this amazing group <laughs> of podcasters, Gene, Dan, Steph, the whole crew. They got all your news covered. Well, you want to talk about my podcast? I guess uh, yeah, I was I was I don't want to stop you though. <laughs> Keep the compliments coming. But. Uh, 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 well, yeah, I don't know. I do I do we do this other thing, you know, this other thing down the road this other show no big deal yeah we like theme parks where we're more of a comedy focused uh disney podcast universal uh we do a bit of news but more about dreaming up things and coming up with funny stuff and we do crazy things in fact this week on our podcast i was i was away so the knucklehead co-hosts uh that i work with did a review of Tron Legacy, which is my one of my favorite movies, and basically just dumped on it for 45 minutes. So if you want to see my uh. heart ripped to shreds, uh, check out our review of Tron Legacy. They actually brought on some people that liked the movie, so it was a it was a heated debate. But it's it was hard, like listening to it and being like actually editing it. I had to edit it and being like, <laughs> oh, I wish I was there. These guys are killing me, killing me. Oh, by the way, I like hmm. Tron. But anyway, did they do that on purpose? <laughs> oh, they did it last time I went away they did the first Tron movie <laughs> this was just to like you know stick another whatever vinegar in the wound or whatever just being just being mean but that's that's kind of the mo over at our show it's just it's just fun time uh and you know we just a lot of introspective and things are going on but more of a comic approach just coming up with fun stuff we have a new thing coming up called the jungle cruise challenge where we're going to make up new jokes for the jungle cruise you know we bring on second city comedians to come up with new stuff because they're my mark andrado who's a second city guy complains about how bad the jokes are so i was like yo man make your make new ones dude so this is the kind of thing we do man but uh, always a pleasure to hang out with some of my favorite podcasting peeps over at the disney underground so sure and i gotta say i my when i'm listening to your show i listen to disney dollar and i'm like i could do this i could do this but now i'm right here in the moment i'm like i'm not doing this this is is not gonna go well so let's see if i can overachieve well let's see let's let's go over the rules because there are some new rules only a couple weeks old so it's not the same old school disney dollar game so uh yeah so the rules are as follows we gave you three disney question categories you pick yes. the category you want to start the game on. Okay. There are 10 questions. You get the first question correct, you move on to the second. You get the third second question correct, you move on to the third, so on and so forth. Until you get to question 10, you get the question 10 correct, you win a grand prize. Yes. Uh, there you go. Which also includes two previous earned prizes. You can win one after you get the first question right, and you get one after you get the fifth question right. And you have 10 <laughs> seconds to answer each question. The clock starts once we finish reading the question. This week, the the uh, first correct answer gets you a Disney Underground pen. Yes. Awesome. I'll show yes. you right here. That should be number 10. Give it to me. <laughs> I write stuff. I'll take that. That's a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> if you get the fifth question correctly... You yeah. will win a big fat panda pin. He's from his pin series. We're familiar oh. with Fat Panda. He's got a pin series and it's it's from the pin series. So you'll win a big fat panda pin if you get question number okay. five correctly. And if you Sweet. get all the way to question 10, you get those first two prizes. Plus you get the grand prize, which is a $25 gift card brought to you proudly by Magical Travel by Brian, our sponsor. All right? Oh, love that guy. But I got to say, this pen sounds dope. I want it's, it. It's probably the best pen ever. I, I thought there was going like to be it. so much excitement over the pen. Yeah, well, it was either that or an actual big fat panda. So I was a little disappointed it was just a <laughs> pen. Just a pen. 
yeah, if you'd send me a panda in a crate, but a big fat one, not like a like a not a baby panda, lean, no, no like no. starving panda. Don't want that guy, no, you know. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm pumped, man. Let's see if I can get one right. <laughs> no, you're gonna. I think you're gonna do good. And also, the, we have actually some little uh, some things to help you guys out. To help you out, we give you guys three extra magic hacks. So if you get stuck on a question, you can call out yeah. one of the extra magic hacks for help. Uh, to oh, continue with the game, the extra magic hacks are fast pass. And this means you can pass the current question and get a new question. Hidden Mickey. This means you can turn the question into a multiple choice question to give you a better chance of getting it correctly. Or you can <laughs> yell park hop. And that means you can switch from one of the other to one of the other three categories that we that we gave you in the beginning of the game. All right. And then you just take over from that point forward. Okay. I love it. Okay. And so your, your topics were Epcot. Toy Stories 1 through 4, and 1990s Disney movies. Chris, which did you pick? This is tough. This is tough. Uh, Can can I ask a question? Am I allowed to ask a question? I guess you can. Why not? (laughs) Why not? Listen, man, I'm I'm going to be like, Gene, that's a little testy, but that's all right. That's how I like my Gene. All right. How about, um, is it Disney? Is it animated exclusively or any Disney movie from the 90s? It's any Disney movie from the 90s. Now, you might get all 10 might be animated. Let's go. You know what? Let's go I'm, for it. Let's uh, roll the bones. All right. Let's I go think, for it. I think you're, I think you'll. So, you're Chris, you're, we're starting with 1990s Disney movies, correct? Yes. Yes, yes. Correct. Yes, sir. Let's get that pen. So let's get into it. Dan. All right. All right. Let's get into it. 1990s questions. Chris, are you ready? I am ready, sir. Question number one is, what is the name of the Disney princess featured in Aladdin? Princess Jasmine. All right. What is the name of the Disney villain in The Lion King? Oh, that would be Scar. You are correct. All right, question number three. <laughs> yeah. What country does the Beauty and the Beast take place in? Well, it should be in La Belle France. You are correct Maybe? again. Oh, La questions here for you here, I think. I feel right. like he must have paid somebody off. He's getting these softballs. I'll keep these softballs coming, man, because I don't do the overhand stuff, you know? <laughs> All right, moving on to question four. What is the name of the mean neighbor boy who abuses toys? Oh, that is, um, wow. Oh, my goodness. Give me this. Give me the uh, multiple. uh, Hidden Mickey, please. All right. Is it A, Stan? No. B, Tommy? No. C, Jack? No. Or D, Sid? Sid. uh, Sid, of course. I knew it. And I burned it. you have said that? Yes, no, I would have said Sid. Ah, that no, was that's bad. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, well we whatever. Made it to question five. Yeah, this one you get a you get a pin if you win this one. All right. Question number five to pull you up into big fat panda pin territory. What is the name of Bella Maurice's horse? Bell and Maurice's horse. Yes. Oh boy. Uh Bell and Maurice have a horse. I would like to park hop. Where are we headed? Send me over to Toy Story one to four. All right, all right. So we start at question five. Oh, this is a good shift for you. <laughs> Who played the voice of Woody in Toy Story? That's Mr. Tom Hanks. I'll take number five. Thank uh, you so much. You're correct. Yeah, I got a pin. <laughs> all right, number six. Who played the voice of Buzz in Toy Story? Wow, that's Mr. Tim Allen. Correct, Amundo. It's question six. Quickly on to question seven. What is the name of the pizzeria in Toy Story? That would be Pizza Planet. What's going on here, guys? Okay, now we're going a little harder. Question number eight. What year was Toy Story released in theaters? Whoa. uh, I'm going to 
fast pass. All right. That's your final, uh, that's your, that's your final extra magic hack. So now you're rolling your own, man. All right. What is the name of the piggy bank in Toy Story? Oh, ham. You're correct. Moving Three on. Three more questions and we'll have our first ever grand prize winner. I was you pretty sure you had that one. In Toy Story 2, what is the name of the camp that Andy attends? The camp that Andy... Oh, he goes to cowboy camp. Um, cowboy camp? <laughs> Triple R Ranch. So you're in the right territory. You know what? I wouldn't have even known Triple R Ranch. You know, it would have been a multiple choice and I probably would have got it wrong. So anyway. A tough one. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't feel too bad. This is like an A minus, B plus. Yeah. You know, it's like it's it a was good score, all over again. It was a good park hopper for you for sure. That worked out well, guys. I, you know, it's I've been humbled. What can I say? But what what an experience! I'm glad I got as far as I did. I feel good about myself. You know what? Let's save the grand prize for somebody else. I didn't need it. I wanted the pen. I got it. I'm getting some <laughs> pen. I, I, I'm feeling good about myself, and I want to thank you guys for letting uh, me come on here and embarrass myself a little bit. So thank you so much. I don't think you embarrassed yourself at all. I think you did. I don't think anybody's ever gotten <laughs> no, a question nine great. before. No That's... one's ever, ever gotten a question nine, really? No. No. I think the first anybody's ever gotten was seven. Okay, do either of you guys know what Maurice and Bell's horse's name is? Philippe. Is it Philippe? Yep. Yeah. We just want to say thank you for coming by and playing and coming on the show again and, and playing some Disney dollar game. And you know, congratulations on pretty much getting as far as anybody's gotten on it before. Gene, what a dream come true. And I know that <laughs> it sounds sarcastic, but it's not. When I first started listening to you guys, I was like, I like this Disney dollar. I want to do it. And I got to do it. And I appreciate letting me do, you try. And I, yeah, I'm thrilled I got, you know, quote unquote far. That feels good, I guess. I'll provide you with my address. I would like my pen right away uh, because I got lots of writing to do. Um, so <laughs> please send it my way. So yep. thanks again, Chris, for stopping by, man. And we'll be uh, we'll be in touch soon. We'll do some more stuff together soon. Congaloosh, my homies. All right, my man. Be well. Ciao, ciao. Okay, so that's going to bring us to this week's Disney Topic Talk. Today, the crew, we will discuss Disney cast member uniforms. If we could choose the cast member uniform to wear every day, where would we want to work in Disney based on the uniform? Dan and Steph, where are you, what, what's your uniform? Do you guys have the same ones or we have separate? You want to go first or uh, you want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. All right. My top, you're going to be surprised on this one, Stephanie. Okay. Is I am going to be choosing the cast member's outfit in the Main Street Philharmonic Band. And I will be the bass drum guy because it features one of the coolest things ever on Main Street. That kickhead drum that has the castle silhouette on it. Yes. Oh, yes, I know. Yep. That will be my favorite. Well, that's a good one. That and, is a good one. And one somewhat related in style is I decided to also go current. And that would be, but there's some stipulations. I would go with the Ringmaster Storybook Circus outside by the ride. No shorts. It would have to be the black pants with the gold stripe. However, I really feel they need to add a hat. Mm-hmm. A smaller version of like the ringleader hat with that feather in it. I Absolutely. think those guys should have that because it just doesn't look quite complete. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I My agree. second honorable mention <laughs> is the Space Mountain, mm. but 
it is the one that features the jacket, the yep. heavier jacket. And there's two versions of that yep. jacket that I love. There's the, the blue and white that's kind of has the sharp angles. And then there's also, I believe this is Disneyland, the shiny silver Disneyland Space Mountain jacket. Almost like a North Face kind of looking like kind of. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean now. Kind of I don't know that one. Rare. Yeah, it's supposed to be not. A, I haven't since I've been to Disneyland. I won't know that one. At least I don't think yeah. I've seen. I just don't remember it. The blue and white one would also feature that sweet that one I've seen patch, and it's a oh, rubber patch. I love that patch. Yeah, it's rubber raised. Yes. So there you go. Good ones, Dan. I like that. Yeah. Really How about you, stuff? Well, so listen, you, he's had he had two honorable mentions. See, it's not just me. Yeah, you kind of took one of mine, and I know you probably thought I was going to say the Haunted Mansion because those are spectacular outfits, but it's not. It's Big Top souvenirs, the red on red stripe, and it's it red. And it's you know what I like beautiful. about those is they also have that oversized tie. Yeah. Yes. Kind of just, it's almost mm-hmm. clown-esque. Mm-hmm. It just kind of hangs there really cool. Yeah. But yeah. I love that red on red stripe, you know, not yeah. red and white stripe. I like, I love those two shades of red and it's a nice wide stripe and I really appreciate a good stripe. So yes, big top souvenirs. I was so happy with that. Well, I love that store anyway. That's a great that's a great store. Great outfits. I can't believe that I didn't say the Main Street Marching Band because I have dressed as them and, you know, actually in public. But my honorable mention is, and this is another one of my favorites, is the Disney Photo Pass Main Street USA service people. Yeah, I like Light that. You know white, what? Baby. I didn't even think of them. That is a good one. Oh. I will say this is also an outfit <laughs> she recreated while on our trip to Marceline. And a lot of these that we film, they're on our account if you want to check it out. I had to sit there and wait because cars would drive by Main Street and we didn't want the constant noise because she's farther away from me for the mic to pick up <laughs> and everybody kept thinking she was working somewhere yeah it, it's yeah so i recreated it actually pretty spot on it was pretty it good was... and i gotta say i felt like a queen in those <laughs> white knickers and white knee socks that's one of my favorite videos can you do a little bit of the voice because that was that's a great voice the See, disney photo pass service you put your hands right here and maybe maybe something appears why maybe do i put my hands appears. like that i don't, I don't know i see everybody do it but everybody likes food pictures <laughs> um maybe you made him hold the cone up was it the cone <laughs> yeah what am i doing i don't know they do it in the i pictures. don't know i don't know but everybody i see everybody does it and everybody loves a food picture and then we have uh where she's in that character and we're walking up she's got this fake camera and then you say you can pick your what'd you say pick your pictures up and no i don't even remember so i'm like you can go you go to the top of the hill there's a store right there i'll show you where it is top of the hill and you can <laughs> yeah, and you can pick your pictures up in three to four weeks yeah yeah four weeks anyway i love those outfits they're great because it's the it's one of the first things you see in the park and it's it's yeah. white on white it's classic it's always been there and god bless those photo pass cast members <laughs> that's actually i didn't even think of them and, and you're right i love that i just love that old-fashioned look which I, I, goes along with a lot of their their outfits yeah it does yeah, Mo- yeah pretty much everywhere you go it's 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 definitely like an old-fashioned looking everywhere like but um but yeah i do i do love those it makes yeah. me think of like 1920s baseball those kind of outfits yes i don't and know that's why actually where i got the knickers was some baseball they're yeah. like vintage baseball knickers from like the 20s each those week i would fine. see these shipments of weird things coming <laughs> in i'm like what is that <laughs> Yeah, that's one of my favorite videos of you guys. I love that video. Oh, thanks. So, Gene, let's let's hear your favorite cast member 
uniforms slash outfits. Well, so yeah, uh, the first one, and there are no particular order, but the first one I really, and it's a newer one. It's not the classic one. I just think it's really cool because it makes me feel like, I feel like it's the most identifiable to the movies that it that it's attached to is First Orders in the Rise of the Resistance, their uniforms. I really, I mean, they're like so spot on. They, I almost feel like you put that costume on, that uniform on, and you can just turn into a First Order bully because they have that bully kind of militant look. And yeah. um, they're not the prettiest costumes. I'm not, I, I'll, I'll give you that. They're not the prettiest costumes, but I feel I'm like- they're wearing the, for the Christmas gathering. But the, to me, they're the, 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 the most realistic to the- not, well, Star Wars, obviously not the most realistic, but to the movie that the, that, that they're based on, and they're just kind of cool looking to me. They're more cool than than just that pretty uniform to me. Um, and I feel like that would be just so cool to kind of be in that character of being like the bully of on the Rise of the Resistance and just get to well, do and some... where they're at too. And then they're in the costume. It's like it, it, yeah, it to oh me it's God. so spot on. Again, I know it's not like a, a classic one. It's like a, a, such a recent one. But to me, I, I just from the minute I got on that ride and saw them for the first time, I was like, oh, this is this is a, a cool. Um, uh, get up. Like I said, I feel like either you're cast perfectly for that ride because I feel like they do such a great job of being such like tough guy, like um, what's the word when, when, when interrogators, I guess. Oh yeah. Uh, but the costume is definitely just a part of that. I really think makes him feel even more dominant. Like he must feel like you, you got to tell him the rebel. I give up the rebel plans like that every time I got no allegiance to those guys. My allegiance to the country bears now, but here's my classic ones and i love these to the to the point where i would love to just wear these around my freaking house man why i'm feeding peacocks and they are the tower of terror it's kind of a tie the tower of terror and stephanie said it before the haunted mansion i love those get-ups man i would i would just like to to rock those you know you got the with the tower of terror it's that burgundy coat with and it's the long overcoat too that they have that goes down to your knees almost like a long trench coat with the black pants and they got that cap, yeah, the cap on. Um, I don't know what kind of hat. What, what do they call those hats? Is there a name for them? Bellhop. Bell, yeah, but I mean, yeah, the bellhop. Oh, helmet, is, yeah. Is it like a bellhop cap, whatever they call yeah. them. I think it's the just the coolest get up. I like I said, I'd like to just wear that around my house, man. I like the other version where are they the ones that are inside with the short jacket? Actually, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. I think the ones so, yeah. outside have the long coats. Yeah. I believe you're right. I believe you're right. But I, I love. I just love, too. Yeah, I love those. I, I love that. You know what it is to me? I love that old school. That old nineteen. 19- there's something about the 20s and 30s to me that the music, uh, I like even when being in the t- and you're in the lobby and you can kind of hear the old school music. I love that vibe and and maybe that's part of why I love those costumes or those uniforms so much. But I love the old school uniforms. And again, same thing over at the Haunted Mansion. And I believe they're they're green there. I just I just love them. But yeah, let's uh, let's kick it over to Joey, man. What what's yours? Well, for me, I'll start off. As you know, I'm big into cosplay, making suits. Costumes and stuff, especially for Aiden. Um, I've made stuff for myself, but just I like making this type of stuff. And obviously being a huge Star Wars fan, which I thought you were going to get because it was close because you talked about the rise of the resistance, um, the officers that are in the the thing where they're bullies and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. is cool. Um, honestly, I would go with actually a first order trooper in patrolling through Galaxy's Edge. You're 100%. I didn't, why didn't I even think of it? I totally didn't even think of them. That to me. Too late, Gene. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? The choices are in. He's like, no, you've already <laughs> voted. You're done. <laughs> So, yeah, but I like that. I like patrolling around. You're there with a couple of people, even sometimes when they're there with Kylo and you're going around and you're just, you get to interact with the, uh, with the guests and stuff, which is a lot of fun, especially you get to play that role and stuff. So that to me is awesome. 
because it's kind of what I <laughs> what I would feel like I would naturally do if I was uh if I was in that role anyway. So it would seem like uh, a natural fit, but yeah, just wearing the wearing the suit. I'm used to doing that, especially, you know, making cosplay props and stuff like that. So it would be a natural fit, but I think that'd be awesome just patrolling around, interacting with guests. That to me is a lot of fun, especially when you're going to be dealing with a lot of Star Wars fans and stuff and they play along, which is really cool. That's going to be probably my my main one. And then honorable mention first one I'll go with um yeah, I know. First, first one. Yeah, first one. <laughs> now there's only there's only really going to be two. I mean, was there could be a bunch, but no. The first one will be definitely haunted mansion, but just inside the guy that always gets people in the first room there, and he's all makeuped up, almost like zombie like mm-hmm. that one. I love the outfit's cool, but I like that the thing where you walk up on people and stuff. Obviously pre COVID. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, that one there. Obviously haunted mansion is what everybody thinks of. Their their outfits are really cool, but definitely that specific guy that's in that room that gets to mess with everybody, which is a lot. You know, they tell everyone to walk in and you follow behind people and walk. Just that type of stuff is fun to me, especially being a huge fan of uh, Halloween and stuff. That would be fun. So Tower Terror, definitely a good one. Um, but I'm going to go with that. And then the last one you probably would never expect because it's not that I think the, I think, I guess I know it's supposed to be kind of outfit, but it's something because it's something I've always wanted to do. I want to be the driver on a monorail. For sure. I want to drive, <laughs> I want to drive the monorail. Now their outfits look like basically like you're going to get on a, on a cruise ship where it's the white shirt with some burgundy and they wear, uh, I think they wear the burgundy shorts. Not a big deal. Nothing crazy. Yeah. I wouldn't mind driving the monorail for a few hours. <laughs> they still wear the caps. I haven't, uh, last time I was there, I, I didn't notice that they did. So I'm not saying they don't because, it, and then it's different. I'm talking about the drivers because they're different mm-hmm. from the guys that are out there just, Hey, point. stand over here, you know, and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay, so that's going to do it for this week's episode, guys. But uh, before we get about it, let's do a few thank yous and a, and a few of our announcements. First, let's thank our sponsor and travel partner, Magical Travel by Brian. Make sure you contact Brian to book your next trip. His services are completely free, and you can reach him at 1-800-883-1535, extension 55, on his email at brian at magicaltravel.com. And you can check out the website, www.magicaltravelbybrian.com, and it's spelled B-R-I-A-N. Okay, and let's also send a big thank you to our guests today, Corey and Jillian from Living in Diz. Please check out Living in Diz on uh, on YouTube. They're a ton of fun. I think they're my, my, my favorite Disney Park live streamers on YouTube. Really cool, family-oriented, the, the, just a family out in the park having fun. They do a great job of letting you really feel like you're not just watching them, but you're there with them. They just do a great job of interacting. Check them out. It's spelt Diz, D-I-Z. So living in Diz, Diz is spelt D-I-Z. Check them out. Okay, so now some announcements. Our big Disney gift card giveaway. Our winner from the Magical Lifestyle Instagram gift card giveaway is Martin Viola. So, Martin, congratulations. Thank you for listening. Thanks for playing. We will be uh, reaching out to you, and we'll be getting that shipping info and mailing out the gift card to you. Lickety split on what, Dan? The Pony Express, of course. Guess what? What countdown is down to 34 days, man. <gasps> countdown is down so just to- about Just about down under a month. Almost, man. Down to 34 wow. days. So looking forward to, to all of our Florida listeners becoming a neighbor to you guys. Uh, to all of our New York listeners, sorry, it's time to go move on to something new. But we have 34 more days to talk about it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I think and, you put the apology at the wrong state. But. Yeah, but hey, when I get when I, as we say, when I get down there, <laughs> it'll be a lot of fun. Um, I have another announcement. This is a bittersweet one. The bitter part: next week we will not have the best nerds of the Midwesterners on the episode. They uh, they've been suspended. 
No, <laughs> God, no, no, God, no, no. They, uh, they, they're going on a trip. So we want to say have a safe trip and um, we will be sorely missed. Definitely. I don't know who's going to keep me in line. If Dan's not here, I gotta be Which, honest. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Joey's got a lot of, Joey's gonna have a lot of responsibility to keep me in line next week. Um, All you brother. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys will certainly be missed. I, I, you know, I hate doing a show without my besteners of the Midwesterners, but I do have a sweetener to it, and and uh, it is we do have a special guest filling in. Uh, we'll be having from the Just Some Magic podcast, Morgan Stark will be joining in to fill in for Dan and Steph. So she's got oh. some awfully big shoes to fill. Um, I'm hoping I'm hoping she's up to the task. Maybe maybe we can Dan. Maybe you can reach out to her and, and tell us some of the stuff you like to razz me about. Get her Ooh. up to speed. So you know maybe she could be mean to me at, at, for t- next week. Because <laughs> someone's got to be mean to me, otherwise it won't feel right. I gotta if I don't. I feel like this. If I don't pull away from the camera two or three times an episode and cry a little bit when Dan's nasty to me, it doesn't feel right. It just wasn't a good episode. Yeah, I need to cry. Yeah. I need to be picked on to like cry at least twice, <laughs> not three I times. I have to call her. Morgan's pretty sweet. She so- she might be a well. That's why I asked her to be on the show, so I had a little bit. Well, of a, right, so you can get a break. Yeah, I can get a break from the the harassment. But um, if you guys, if you haven't checked it out yet, go check out just some magic podcast, and you get to hear her firsthand next week um, when she joins us in place of Dan and Steph, who, again, I'm going to miss like crazy, but we'll see you the week after. Yeah, for sure. We'll see. Yeah, we'll be missed, for sure. I'll miss them, even though Dan won't miss me. I didn't say that. Yeah, but I can feel it. Uh, I'm going to... Dan's going to miss uh, giving you a pounding. I'm going to miss you too, Gene. (laughs) (laughs) A a lot. I can feel the sincerity. Oh, no question. Mm -hmm. All right, well, let's... I'm really going to miss you too, Joey, man. That's going to be a tough one to... Not be bantering back and forth, but of course. Listen, I I think um God, I don't think you guys have missed a show yet, have you? I don't think Dan has. That that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Dan yeah. has not. Dan's Iron Man streak has come to an end. He was our Cal Ripken or and, uh, uh, Brett Farr. That's good. Bound Farr. to happen yeah. sometime. But like I said, Joe, I'm really gonna miss you. And Gene, um, <laughs> you'll see yeah. me the week after, I guess. Gene, uh-huh. uh, good, good, good luck. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna miss you guys. I just hope that they don't miss an episode. Morgan comes on and they get Wally Pipped. That's a sport reference. Does anybody know the Wally Pipp reference? Joey, no. you know it? It's a new one. No. Wally Pipp was the starting first baseman for the Yankees. Got hurt. They said, oh, we'll bring up this kid from the minors. We'll put in uh, this kid, uh, the Iron Horse Lou Gehrig, just to fill in. Oh, uh, there you go. Wally Pipp was never heard from again. There you go. All right. Well. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm about. hey, I'll tell you one good thing. Next week, me and Joey can talk some sports and not have to feel like feel Dan's ire through the camera. I don't know if Morgan's going to like that. <laughs> Rats. You're right. Well, but anyway, all kidding aside, Dan and Steph, you guys will be thoroughly missed. I uh, I don't even know what it's going to feel like not having Dan on the show. And I, just last week, not having Stephanie on the show felt weird. So, but hey. let's listen. Let's uh, let's say adios to the crew from sunny Miami. Joey. Adios. <laughs> Adios, adios, Bendito. Yeah, man. Great show. Fun as always. You know, looking forward to next week. Gonna miss, you know, Dan and Steph. But, you know, we'll make the best. We definitely will. We'll try to hold down the fort without yeah. our best in And I'm sure Morgan will probably be fine. She'll be yeah, good. She's, she's good people. I gotta get to work on my I think she's got it. notes she's... I need to send her. Yeah. <laughs> she's a pro. Yeah, I think though the biggest the biggest thing I, Dan's right though the biggest thing I want to miss is just the 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 back and forth, which is always a lot of fun. I'm yeah. actually looking forward to that part of it. Um, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> not getting harassed for an episode sounds like a plan. Yeah. But Joey, we'll see you next time. Love you, brother. And over yeah, to man. the besteners of the Midwesterners, Dan and Steph. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> 
So you're right there, Steph. We yeah. check out our Instagram. Oh, oh here we wow. go. Oh, and I got our it. Instagram go. at, at Rack and Roll DW on Instagram. That's it. Huh? That's all. Yeah. yeah, that's it. You know, just Jeez. anyway, come check us out, please. <laughs> and you know what? You're not now, desperate. There they, you go. And, and now my, she said that. Now it reminds me. They're my two favorite Disney weirdos on the oh, YouTube. Thanks. So um, yeah, definitely go check them out. You will do nothing thanks. but laugh. Like it's full belly laughs when you watch their videos. That's how good they are. So we go try, check them out. Or don't Thank try. You. I guess that's why it's. I, I, whatever it is. Worse. Whatever it is, it works, man. So go check them out. Yeah. And Joey, well, uh, real- you guys, make sure yeah. when we're not here. To have a rip roaring day, we will certainly do that. And real quick, Joey, before we get into yeah, four, I know, every time, every I time forget, you forget, I forget every time. So you can check us out, Jason <laughs> Creations. <laughs> you can generally going to find us on Etsy, Instagram, Pinterest, JSA, and then Creations with 3D instead of EA. Making your ear dreams come true. <laughs> and guys, you can catch me this weekend in Frontierland at the Diamond Horseshoe. I'll be tossing back some shots with my new best friend, Big Al. First round on him, of course. And as always, have a great day, a better tomorrow, and we'll see you next time.